Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <sighs> All right. It like, was wait, in wait, the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other yes. side. Yes. <laughs> yeah, figured it Wes out. Wes is wearing a girl shirt. Wes. It's a me, a man's a Garcia. Go cojones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man. Good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us online, PR927FM.com, and watch the show, be a part of the show on facebook live and youtube what's on your mind today you can let us know and be a part of the program we got a big show on tap for today east carolina head football coach mike houston going to join us here in hour number one so if you have a question for coach you can uh chime in on facebook youtube or twitter coming up later on in today's program in hour number two carolina hurricanes heading into the all-star break second most points in the nhl we'll talk to our resident caniac brooks hill about the all-star break the trade deadline and they have the big outdoor game at carter finley stadium coming up in a couple of weeks so we'll dive into all that talk a little hockey in hour two the game show sweeping the nation shirley rhodes name that sound coming up in hour number two as well as we will play Another round coming up later on in the program. And Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, will join us talk about what's going on tonight. He had East Carolina plus 8.5 last night and won it by a half a point. Pirates go down to USF. But we'll talk college hoops, the American, and more in hour number three with Jeff Nadeau. All right, we got a packed house. Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man here, the big dog Glenn Griffin, Jenny Shelton is here. Troy D is to my left. Hello, Troy. Hey, Clip. Good to see you. How are you? I am doing fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I finally warmed up. Yeah, it took me to three oh two this afternoon. I'm way more positive this week than you think I would be because it's been gray, dreary, and rainy all week long. Yeah, cold, and yet I'm still upbeat and positive. Clip. That is good to hear. You know me. Yeah. Normally, I'd be depressed, Troy D. And we got a big old ray of sunshine right here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Coach Mike Houston joining good, us as well. Good to see, you, Coach. This is the yeah. first time we've seen you in person in studio here, anyway, since uh, the Big Bowl victory. So congr- let me officially congratulate you. I appreciate that. No, it's good to, um, good to be good to be back in Greenville and uh, you know back over here. So that ended up um, being a pretty fun week down yeah. in uh, Birmingham. I thought it was a great. I thought the bowl. Uh, I thought they did a great job hosting the teams. Uh, I think our, our players really enjoyed the week. Um, you know, very impressed, obviously, with the facility there, um, and that, yeah. that whole you know the the rejuvenation of downtown Birmingham. Yeah, uh, you know, very impressed with it, and uh, and then uh, you know what what a game. You know, I thought our, I thought our players, you know, they they came out and really stuck it on them. So big bowl win. That was a good way to go out. I heard unfinished business said uh, a lot by the players. Was that coming from the top? Like I know the the military bowl and BC and all that was in the past, but it sounded like that that 
kind of built back up when yeah. you headed into that bowl game against Coastal. Well, I mean, we, we talked about it uh, the whole time that, you know, had not been a bowl victory since 2013. And so, uh, obviously, that group was very determined to kind of break that streak. Uh, they broke the postseason streak the year before, uh, but didn't get a chance to play in the bowl game. So, it meant a lot to them. And, and I do think that, you know, playing somebody regional like Coastal Carolina, and, you know, they know a lot of those guys. And so, uh, it meant a lot to them to, you know, to win and to win the way they did. And, uh, you know, have have that kind of performance. Coach Mike Houston joining us in studio as we talk ECU football. How much you know football is a game of momentum? <clears throat> what about ending the season with that type of momentum? Oh, how, how long does that carry you? What you know, it's just what does that mean to the program to be able to finish the season like that versus not going to a bowl game or right. losing a bowl game? Well, I think uh, you know the big thing that we have noticed just from you know we've been on the road recruiting you know for the past month and plus uh, is a lot of people watch that game. You know, it was a prime time kickoff. The ratings were really well. Yes, good for ratings were really good. But I mean, so many coaches throughout the southeast uh, and and recruits and 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 everybody watched that game, and so it was great exposure for our university. It was a great exposure for our program, and and to play the way we did and win it the way we did in dominant form, uh, you know that that. that I mean, our brand is really, really good right now. I think, and take me back to guys, refresh my memory, because I remember we talked about this clip being the only game in town, the only <clears throat> football game of any form at that time. I believe right. it was on a, I want to say month. Tuesday night, maybe? Yeah, Monday? I, was I it Monday or Tuesday? That. Was it Monday? <laughs> I forget what day it was, but I remember whatever it was, it was the only football right. game around at that time. So right. if you wanted to watch football, that was it. And it was on the ESPN. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday channel. night. Yeah, so it ended up being, we're normally be like, oh, we're stuck on Tuesday night, but this kind of ended up being during a holiday week, yeah. a good time to be on. Right. No, I, th- I thought it was great, and I just, I appreciate the bowl for, for taking care of us, and I thought, uh, you know, the players, they enjoyed, uh, you know, the post game. I thought the celebration was really good. I thought we had great turnout from uh, our fan base. Uh, and so that home side was, you know, all purple and gold. So it was, it was, yeah. it was awesome. I, I was kind of stunned when I walked out there and how many fans we had. It was really impressive. Uh, we've been trying to get you in studio here for a while since then. You've been, as you mentioned, so busy recruiting. Uh, this is the first chance we've had. Yeah. We've actually been able to come back to Granville Rest for a minute, catch your breath. Uh, the recruiting game has really changed even this year. It right. has just kind of been bonkers lately. For folks that maybe aren't following it as closely, don't live in it like you do, just kind of take us through the last couple months of what this recruiting situation for football is like now versus what it's been like in the past. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, you know, you, ha- you have the traditional recruiting uh, that, you know, so you, you go all the way back to last May and June uh, where we're, you know, targeting our top high school players uh, last year and you had official visits, you know, the month of June, you had official visits on the weekends and stuff and, you know, had a great class committed. So you recruit those guys all through the fall. And so, you know, we had the first signing date um, while we were practicing for the bowl game. Yeah. It was like December the 20th, something like that. So that was the first signing date. We signed uh, a large number of, I think, 15 high school players on uh, that, uh, you know, that first signing date there in December. Um, you know, then we had the bowl game. Uh, come back from the bowl game, get through New Year's holiday, and then you had a, a, a week there right after the right after New Year's Day where we hosted uh, transfers. You know, they, they had that window for transfers to visit institutions. So, you know, we had, I don't know how many we had uh, on campus that week, but we ended up signing eight uh, at the midterm. 
and so the, and then you rolled right into spring or right into the the high school recruiting again so the whole month of january we've been on the road during the week all over the southeast and then having official visits on the weekends we signed three more players uh yesterday so you know we ended up signing 19 high school uh student athletes and uh which i think it's a it's a large number it, i think it's probably going to be the largest number of any fbs school in the region um we had eight transfers join us uh and so uh a few of the high school kids are here already all the transfers are are here with us already so now you have your you know your roster where it's at for the spring semester and those guys are lifting and running and and doing all that stuff and getting ready for spring practice and i guess over the last 30 days it's kind of been somewhat of a shell game because you know you you know the guys that are graduating that are Mm -hmm. leaving but then you had some decide to transfer elsewhere then you had a number a large group of guys decide to want to go play professional football yeah which is so that constantly changes the numbers that might open up another roster spot for somebody right. so right when you think you might be good all right well we're here good on defensive backs oh we need some more defensive right. backs so how much of that was thrown for a loop you know did you, as far as the guys leaving to go pro like i, I know they talked to you about it but yeah. were you surprised by the amount of guys that decided to or, or going shooting for the NFL you, you know we're having those conversations constantly with with our players and so you know, not really surprised uh, by anyone you know everybody you know you look at Keaton well Keaton and I were talking constantly and so uh, I'm just I'm excited for them excited for you know their opportunities uh, want to see them make it and uh, so uh, it, it's one of those things where it's just you know that's that's part of it and uh, you know that's you know stuff like that you know the top programs they've been dealing with that year in and year out it's just you know it's a good uh, problem to have it's a good, i guess it's a good problem to have and you know, those you, guys make it it's good for the program four, four years ago you didn't have this problem that's right so uh i guess excited. we're just not used to it i'm so, excited yeah. to have this problem so but you know it's uh um, it's it's all part of it i mean it's 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 part of the part of the, the whole new uh, deal you talked about the recruiting of the guys the transfers yep. the, the the high school kids you recruit but now in this day and age coaches you know a lot of times you got to recruit your existing roster to, to yeah. stay or to, and i guess it works both ways sometimes if hey if it's not working out with a player it's right. easier for them to go to the, everybody that transfers isn't a bad thing sometimes no. they need a fresh start a better opportunity so it kind of i guess it goes both ways i would just kind of leave it like this I really like our roster that we have on campus today. I really do, and uh, I think that uh, I wish I wish everybody the best. But uh, I like the kids we have in our program. I'm excited about spring practice. Um, you know, we do have a few uh, a few scholarships that we're holding for May. Um, you know, we want to see go through spring practice and see where our roster is. You know, the whole thing is turned into, and we knew this was coming, so you're preparing for it, is, you know, you're building your roster right now through the spring for, you know, what you're going to have on the field during the fall. We, we did the same thing last spring. You know, this time last spring, you know, there were several of those guys that played for us and started for us this past year that weren't, you know, weren't in the building. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that too. I think Isaiah Winstead, one of those guys, Justin Red, yeah. So, uh, so Jack Powers. You mentioned you have your roster set for spring, and you kind of just said mm-hmm. it there. It doesn't mean it's necessarily the roster for the fall. No. Still, uh, things you could add. Right. Still, could be subtractions too. I guess. Sure. Um, you know, but I like where we are today. Let's talk about you know a spot that's going to get a lot of attention. Gets the attention every year. Uh, it's the one guy that doesn't matter what team you're on is always going to get the yeah, attention sure. and it's a new guy for east carolina right. getting a, a new guy's getting the keys to the car so to speak and he has been very patient uh riding shotgun for a few years now and that's mason garcia quarterback yep. who we wish the best to holt nailers as he 
continues on with his uh, career. Well, what at first, what a way for Holton to go out. Oh, yeah. I mean, and he and I have talked about it. I mean, it's couldn't be happier for him and not only the way he ended the season in Birmingham but you know his performance in the all-star games you know he's going to fool around and, and get drafted or in, end up with somebody in a really good situation yeah. and uh now I think his decision to come back for that last year oh, owed well for him unbelievable he, his stock has gone up versus where it would have been this no time doubt. last year no doubt pros no doubt yeah I mean so I think that's it was the right decision right but, um, uh, so let's yeah. talk about let's talk about Mason the the future. You've yeah. been pretty public as saying, "Hey, this is our guy." Uh, well, and what you've seen a lot more of him than anybody right. else. So for fans that just know him by name or said, "Wow, they've seen his stats and uh, have read about him," what tell us what you love about Mason Garcia and what you expect out of him? Well, I think you know the first thing is it's not just me. I mean, it's our whole program. I'm talking players. Uh, everybody's excited. Um, you know, and, it, and that says a lot about uh, the character of Mason Garcia, just the kind of kind of teammate he is. Uh, I think that's the reason everybody's so excited about him is just the way he's handled everything. And sure, he wanted to play. I mean, everybody does. Yeah. Uh, but I thought, you know, he, he handled things with a lot of maturity. He has worked his tail off. Um, he had a great uh, bowl prep practice. Uh, you know, did had very, very solid all throughout. Um, you know, he's literally he is i promise you he is sitting in the film room right now we have a team meeting at 4 30 he's in there every day looking at film uh excited about his opportunity but you know mason is a big strong athletic very talented young man uh, i mean he's six five two fifty two uh very athletic very strong arm uh, can make all the throws um i think he is he is exponentially uh, improved as far as you know, the offense, understanding defenses and all that. And we're going to tweak the offense. The offense is going to be different with Mason Garcia than it was with Holton Aylers. I mean, that everything we did last year was, you know, was geared around Holton's strengths. And so now you're gearing everything around Mason's strengths. So what would be different? Um, well, I mean, Mason's going to be more of a run threat than Holton was. Uh, and Holton, not that Holton wasn't a run threat, but Mason's going to be more of a run threat than Holton was. Um, you know, Mason uh, is is has a little stronger arm, so he's going to be able to get the ball down the field in some different windows uh, than Holton did. Um, now, Holton was a five-year starter. I mean, he was like having a coach on the field. Right. Um, Mason does not have that experience, so you're not going to quite put as much on him at the line of scrimmage as what you put on Holton. I mean, it was... Uh, you know, Holton had great command at the line of scrimmage, uh, and I think you've they've they've probably experienced that in these All Star games. You know, his ability to to see things that are going on the other side pre snap is pretty special. I'm sure you've been asked this. We got tons of calls about it during the season about Mason Garcia going in for a few snaps in games and and right. didn't get a lot of opportunities to to do that do you feel like what he's been doing behind the scenes what he will do from now until september is is going to be enough for him obviously to to be a big time quarterback this year without getting that playing time he he will be fine this year now does, is he going to go through some jitters and butterflies you know with starting a college football game he's got one start under his belt um but you know before the season last year mason and i sat down and we decided uh to try to redshirt him and so that limited us to four games that he could play in. And uh, and to be honest, you know, 
we had a lot of close ball games. I mean, it's yeah. that's just it, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, we were in in a lot of dog fights, and you know, you just that's the one position that you don't go messing with it when the starter's playing well. Uh, and Holton obviously played at an elite level, so it is what it is. He has some experience. Um, he has a lot of experience in practice. Uh, sure, he's going to go through some first-time things next year, but uh, he'll be ready to play. And I clarified this with uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick one of the last times we talked publicly, but you've got people tuned in all the time that might not have heard it. If all goes well, knock on wood, and Mason Garcia stays healthy and is, uh, finishes his career here at East Carolina, he's got three seasons yeah. to go. So that he could be... Um, you know, and it's the math with all this COVID stuff, sometimes hard yeah, to figure out. But he's got, I mean, he could be here for three three more years counting this season. Yeah, he could which be. Is, which would be awesome. And, if, and if he has two great years, you know, who, who knows? All I know is I'm glad he's here. I believe in him. Um, I believe in Alex Flynn, who's also in the room. Uh, Raheem Jeter. I mean, you talk about another impressive athlete. Now, I mean, it's, it's a big, good looking joker now. And uh, he's here right now. He's working out training. Um, so I like the three quarterbacks that we have going through uh, spring practice. Still want to talk to you about a lot of stuff before we take a break. Uh, let's talk about the season opener at Michigan. What yeah. uh, what a party that's going to be! A welcoming yeah. party for Mason and all the Pirates. That's uh, you know that's a, an incredible atmosphere. Have, have you come to close to anything like that before? And what are your expectations going into uh, Ann Arbor? Well, I think first, uh, you know, they weren't quite what they are now four years ago when the game was scheduled, <laughs> but back-to-back Big Ten champions. So we played Florida State at Florida State in their home opener the game after they won the national championship uh, with Jameis Winston, which uh, 2014. Okay. Uh, it sold out 90,000 people, and yeah. it, was, it was a good atmosphere. Now, it's not 104 or whatever that Michigan is. Yeah. And it's not the big house, but uh, it's going to be a big-time environment. Yeah, you're more nervous or more excited? Nah, what's there to be nervous about? We're going to line up and go play. There'll be a lot of pirate fans there. Just yeah. about everybody I talk to it seems like they're going. I guess they're going to fit everybody. I, in I there. hope they got room for thirty thousand pirates. Yeah, fans, really. That sounds That'd like be great. We're have. Everybody I know is heading to Ann Arbor. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back more with Mike Houston here. Hour number one of Pirate Radio Live. A lot of Twitter and Facebook questions. We'll get to those too when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. All righty, back with you here. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Mike Houston joining us in the Pirate Radio studios. Coming up, Hour 2, we're going to play another game of Name That Sound. Let's, uh, just an example, we'll let Coach Houston play uh, like around a, real quick. Yeah, it's like a, um, Coach, we're a preview play, of the game. We're going to play a sound. You're going to have to identify where uh, that sound comes from. Shirley, can you hit one? How about those freaking pirates? Okay, that was clearly you. I think I've got no, that no, 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 he's got a guess. But what game <laughs> What game was that after? Do you remember? That I think that was a uh, 
Was that Memphis? I believe it was after the overtime That was victory. The, the press conference Shirley, after Memphis? Did we have a right answer on that? I believe that is uh, correct, yes. I think I about broke the podium. <laughs> <laughs> you woke up, everybody. It was a late night. That was game last four long. overtimes. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what a great game. That's yeah, homecoming. Yeah. I remember it. I was there. Yeah, that's, that's kind of been uh, your thing now. You know, well, it's kind of been a. I don't know if he almost broke the podium. Man, it might be too much. I remember, I think. Broke uh, my hand. Glenn, you text me afterwards. You're like, oh, I got something great. I got something great. <laughs> I mean, I was. I was, I was excited just two, you know that maybe a foot from it well you know the i'm just I, I cannot describe just some of the each each week just some of the stuff that goes in emotionally into everybody sure and you know the stresses and the pressure and you know that was a pressure cooker game and so to win it like that i was just yeah. so i was so excited for our kids and just uh, yeah. was a four and a half was, hours before yeah. that you're down 17 to nothing i believe yeah you had a big deficit it was a great game and yeah. we were half asleep in there i will be honest <laughs> i know we, we were half we, asleep we, we, we call the fake punt it is there it is exactly the look we practiced all week we have one oh, yeah. we have one guy that this does not doesn't doesn't go block the guy he's supposed to block and i, I, I got egg I, I got egg on my face so. <laughs> the other fun moment after and we were down on the field with you guys as the game ended for the bowl game and there was a lot of pressure going into that oh yeah it's been a long time since ECU's won a bowl game yeah um and in the history of the program i think what this was only number 10 9 or 10 10 yeah, I, think. I think 10 yeah but um so we're and you know a lot of times we don't talk to you till after everybody's calmed down and then you get in the media room and you know usually it's 20 minutes later and the dust is settled yeah uh, but we're all out on the field and but you know the rules of a bowl game sometimes a little bit different it's a little bit yeah. looser so i'm with bailey and some of the other media guys and we're you know we're kind of going up to you just to kind of get reaction and you're standing there i think we're getting ready Look like we might actually get a comment. You turn around and you go, "You guys going to interview me or what?" <laughs> like, actually, whoa, Coach Ashley wants to talk. He's to ready us to answer change. questions now. But yeah. I got a video of that. I think we put it out there on the Pirate Radio social media. I'm recording that, and then you're fired up. How about those Pirates? You give a great comment. They're playing Ric Flair, you know, 2001 Space Odyssey music in the right. background, and then from the angle, and then the fireworks start going off yeah. as you finish. It's like an end of a movie, like the confetti shooting off. I was like, I'll have to show it to you. Uh, I think I was. I was it, floating around it was you know, I, was, I, was I was kind like, of stunned this you know? doesn't even look real you were very much on cloud nine it was good it i mean the, awesome. cha- the chancellor was out there uh you know amanda and the boys were out there somewhere uh, it's a great moment yeah. it was a scene it was, it was a lot of fun it was it was awesome all right uh we talked about one position player that always gets a lot of attention right. which is the quarterback I, I wouldn't be doing my job if i didn't ask about another position player that people do talk about that gets a lot of attention and uh is very key and it wins ands or losses and that's the kicker the the kicking right. position is there anything new i did i looked down this list i don't th- i didn't see any kicker that i could see signed that i noticed is there any new kicker you want to bring on board have brought on board is there any change going into next year with the place kicking situation for ecu football well there's obviously a lot of competition this spring i mean you have uh owen daffer obviously is returning uh andrew conrad finished the season as the starter uh lath margin finished the season as the kickoff specialist um you have carson smith uh you know on the roster also that's you know has some ability and you know those guys are going to compete uh throughout the spring and you know obviously we're having conversations with um 
you know recruits and uh, other people and i think that you kind of see how things go through the spring and you bring in competition where you need competition uh and it's again it's no different than the the rest of our uh roster in that uh you know you're you're tweaking and building and shaping and you know allowing those guys to compete i mean conrad was a true freshman last year and uh and you know all in all had a had a decent year but now he's got stiff competition so it'll be interesting to see how everything shakes out so it's wide open right now. wide open all right uh, oh. every 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 position you, we talk about quarterback now i still expect there to be competition and it's i told a player earlier today i don't care who plays i don't care the best players will play everybody's got an opportunity all right, let's talk about spring ball. That's what's up next. Yeah. I guess winter workouts going on. <clears throat> yeah, uh, right now I assume uh, how those are going. Let's you know spring game news broke yesterday about the day and time. A few people wondering about the day and time mm-hmm. selection this year. I want you to uh, address that and the schedule kind of going into spring ball. If anything's changed with the way you guys want to conduct spring ball this year. Well, we're um, we start spring practice on uh, March fourteenth, and really. You dictate when you start by when the spring game is. You know, you, you set the beginning by, you know, first figuring out when the end was. I really don't care when we have it. I want to have it after spring break. Um, so we're, we're starting on uh, March 14th, and we're going Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday afternoons and Saturday mornings. We're going to go four straight weeks. Um, you know, originally we talked about having the spring game on April 15th. Um, you know, the administration uh, really wanted to have the spring game on a uh, weekend when we had home baseball uh, that's the reason we're we're having it on april the 8th um, now the conference is dictated to ecu that uh, first pitch of the baseball game on the 8th is at 12 o'clock so that's the reason we're having you know the spring game at 11 a.m so you know we'll go an hour hour and 15 minutes and then you know what it does is it allows our donors that are at the spring game you know then they can walk over and, and catch the bulk of the baseball game so yep. it's, it's kind of like a double header yeah it's good yeah. for both and so, so so just like uh the regular season the head coach has no say so in who we play or what time they just hey this is when we need you to show up well right? you know a lot, a lot of people a lot of people are involved in the decision and at the end of the day you try to do what's best for our fan base uh yeah. you know you know if 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 you if you do it two separate weekends then somebody that wants to be involved in both that doesn't live in greenville then obviously they have to make the trip here to greenville you know two straight weekends yeah and, and you're right it gives an opportunity <clears throat> for folks to take in a couple of sports in yeah. a day yeah yeah Speaking of uh, spring ball, we've been keeping up with Rajay Harris. We've had him on the show a couple of times in the last few weeks. I haven't talked. He's in mourning because his 49ers lost. I haven't talked to yeah, him Yeah, I told him the coach. 49ers are sitting the same place the Cowboys are, <laughs> on the couch. And my team. Yeah. Um, but last time we talked to did him, they, he said. Did the, did the commander skins or whatever? We're, that, we're talking they, they college football right now, Coach. No. Um, Rajay said he was on track, uh, yeah. at least on schedule. Yeah. I think he said he was going to start running in February sometime. Yeah. So. Yeah, where is he right now as far as spring goes his progression and everything well uh he's assistant running backs coach through spring practice that's what i told the group yesterday but uh you know he's he'll do some stuff uh during spring practice he won't practice but you know he'll be doing stuff um we expect him to be cleared uh, by the summer uh and you know he's like anything else i mean he's full throttle i mean he's attacking the rehab and keeping a positive mindset and you know all the things that uh all of us have come to expect from rajay and you know, I expect him to be, you know, full throttle, ready to go for the fall. Mike Houston joining us. Uh, Troy, I got a lot of uh, quick-hitting 
online questions. Yeah, let's get those let's, real quick. Yeah, let's get to some of these. We'll I'll see we've got a lot of people weighing in. If you'd like to uh, ask Coach Houston a question, you can weigh in on our uh, Pirate Radio Facebook page or our YouTube page. While you're there, go ahead and give us a like and subscribe. I'll try to get the uh, football questions before the uh, the silly ones out of the way. Brian says, Coach, why do a great number of college teams play zone coverage as opposed to jamming offense at the line of scrimmage? Well, I think it's, uh, you know, like with us, we play a, a combination of it. You know, we, we play some zone, we play some trap, we play some man, uh, we play some zero. Um, you know, it's uh, each each team is going to do what fits their personnel, what fits their scheme, stuff like that. Um, you know, if you have a certain type of athlete at corner, you can do, you know, you can do certain things. You know, if you've got a big, long, uh, fast a kid like a sauce gardener then you know you can play some press uh and I remember when, when they played us he played a combination of playing some press and playing some off uh so i think it's uh, a combination of things and a combination of philosophy william asking what guys that may not have seen the field much last year will uh could we be seeing a lot of this year who's uh who you think is going to step up? Well, along those lines, I mean, we're just Siobhan Ravel. I don't know if anybody noticed him in the bowl game. Speaking of long uh, corners. Right? I mean, he was very impressive in the bowl game. And uh, just really excited for him and the opportunity that he uh, he has right now. And I, I think he's going to be a really good one. And uh, so I think he's definitely one that you're going to see. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens at running back there. You know, you got Rajay coming back off injury. Marlon, I thought, had a very solid freshman year. Uh, you have uh, some guys returning. You have a transfer in Gerald Green. You have an incoming freshman in JVS Bond. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out this spring. New uh, conference mates coming in, some yeah. teams leaving, and Juan asking about uh, will <clears throat> UNC Central, uh, or I'm sorry, UNC uh, Charlotte. Charlotte become the annual rivalry week game for ECU. Well, I mean, we're both in state, so uh, that would make it uh, pretty natural. Uh, we're going to play them every year. Uh, they they've had a coaching change and uh, are are very very aggressive in a lot of different uh, uh, off field things right now to try to enhance their program. So uh, I think that you're going to see them be pretty competitive pretty quick. What what do you think of the new makeup of the American Conference? Well, I mean, I think uh, I think the commissioner and the powers that be, uh, you know, they they did what uh, they thought was best to protect the conference uh, by adding so many new members. That way you, you're protected from defections in the future. Um, I think that you, you look at uh, how you targeted, uh, you know, big city markets. Uh, so I think that uh, it leaves us as a little bit of an outlier, mm. on, you know, not being a big city market. But, uh, yeah. you know, the for the most part, the rest of the conference is. Um, I think you got some really good football programs coming in. Uh, you start talking about UTSA and North Texas and uh, UAB and uh, you know some of these teams coming in. I mean they they they've done well in, in other conferences and done well nationally. I think you'll be playing in a dome next year, right? UTSA yeah. playing in the Alamo Dome. Yeah, and I, I've I think they 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 fill it up and it's really loud and you know great game day environment. I asked you this question about this time last year. You had a great answer, but things constantly change and evolve. This is kind of a big-picture question, but speaking of the new conference and transfers and NILs and all this stuff that the world of college football is, what's your take on just the world of college football and where it's going and just what it's like now, especially someone as a, a, a D1 football coach? We're in bad need of leadership. Uh, that's, you know, at the, at the national level. Uh, just... You know, it's just uh, I was at the coaching convention with all the head football coaches across the country back at the beginning of January, and that's the consensus of everybody is just, uh, 
you know, where's all this going? You know, where's what's going to be the, uh, the the final, you know, stopping point? And I think that it's, there there has to be some national leadership. And uh, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 we're not done changing. I, that's what I think. Is the divide just getting bigger and bigger because it appears the, the haves have more and the have nots have less? Yeah. I mean, I, it's right now it's money. And it's, uh, you know, if you're willing to spend it, then, you know, you, you can gain an advantage. And if you're not, uh, then, you know, it's it's going to create more of a divide. It, it still kind of blows my mind that things that used to give programs the death penalty. Yeah. Now you can brag about and do out in the open. As, I mean, does that like set in yet that, wow, th- this used to be totally illegal. And now it's like, who can do it the most? Well, and I, I, let me say this. I know a lot of fans don't like some of the things, some of the changes, I can promise you, you know, a lot of a lot of other people like myself don't like it either. But it is what it is, mm-hmm. and so you've got to evolve and adapt and move on. But I think that uh, you know, as you sit back, you're going to see a lot of teams that maybe our fans don't uh, expect to be highly competitive. I think you're going to see them be highly competitive really, really fast, and the reason is going to be nil. And uh, the, the teams that are willing to, to spend NIL, you're going to see some teams almost overnight uh, transform. Coach, uh, another question from YouTube. TJ asking, who influenced you the most to get into coaching? It's like a Barbara Walters question. Yeah. It's deep right there. <laughs> and if you're an animal, what animal would you be? <laughs> I, think, I think probably my, my high school and college coaches, particularly my high school coaches. I mean, I've, I've, I've talked about it a lot. Just... Um, I'm the only member of my family to ever go to college. Uh, I would not have had the opportunity to go to college if it were not for football. Uh, and so uh, just the way it gave me opportunities and changed my life. Um, I mean, I'm still close with my high school coaches and my college coaches and, and talk to them. My high school basketball coach came to a couple of games this year. So I think it's probably them and their influence on my life. Awesome. Uh, I guess some real quick uh, non-football. Tyler asking, uh, or excuse me, it was uh, TJ also asking, what would your walk-up song be in baseball <laughs> as you headed to the plate? Uh, probably Journey. Don't Stop Believing. Uh, All right. Uh, Classic. answer that for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eric says uh, to tell Coach you did a heck of a job cranking the siren at the Hurricanes game. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Is that the first time <laughs> you've done that? It's the first time I've done the siren. Okay. Yeah. So we went, uh, we got a chance to go to a game last year. One of our donors gave my family and I uh, tickets on the glass last year for a playoff game, which was awesome. Oh, yeah. It's a cool experience. And then, you know, got a chance to go back this this year and do the siren. Now, is the siren, does it have like some tension on it? Or yeah. Is it, okay. So, I mean, it look, I, my guess is it's a little bit harder than it looks. Well, that's what they told me. They said, you get be aggressive as you start it. Yeah. Don't try to ease into it. And so, uh, I, I got after it pretty good. That's cool. How was your reception up there in Raleigh? It's awesome. I'll tell you, the Hurricane staff is so first class, and just the way they treat. A lot of state fans are also hurt. They were fans, good. So I just want to make sure. Yeah. Nah, we got we got cheers. Okay, I don't, I don't think we got many boos. That's so good. at least the yeah. Wolfpack guy endorsed us for a night. So uh, what, an, what an atmosphere! Yeah, it's and awesome. They, and they are on a tear right now. Yep, playing great. We'll talk about it a little bit more coming up uh, in the next hour. They dotted the Bruins the other night. Yeah, Chandler, uh, we have request. Uh, do you like to do any uh, Mike Houston impressions while he's here? I, well, I we, just, we, I, we should introduce that we have fake Mike Houston here, and we've never had <laughs> fake Mike Houston and real Mike Houston at the same time. Would real Mike Houston like to talk to fake Mike Houston? As long as he doesn't embarrass me, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, it's not really phrases that I do, Coach. It's more like some of your – All right, let's stop it right here. 
fake Mike Houston is going to talk to real Mike okay. Houston. Fake Mike Houston, how are you? He's very uncomfortable. Doing really good. Really don't, doing really good. Uh, you guys are a really good bunch. Uh, you got really good kids, Coach, and they're very hard-nosed. Uh, they're, they're physical. Is there an they, opportunity? They, for... uh, yeah, they all have an opportunity to play, opportunity. They have to be in tune. Will they be able to rise? Uh, you have to rise to the standard, uh, but you got to compete and be compete. physical. Yes. And uh, they're very hard nosed. Any questions you have for real, Mike Houston? Fake Mike Houston? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I actually do not. I wasn't prepared for I this. Know, he was so nervous uh, about this. I wasn't. Well, I wasn't prepared. Uh, you got to be prepared. Uh, and I was not hard news. All right, your evaluation of fake Mike Houston. Well, he, he needs to get a few more lines. Okay. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, maybe he's got the old classics, yeah. the old yeah. standbys. Yeah. He needs some depth. He needs to work That's on the material. Depth. Yeah. All right. He's got the greatest hits down, but now you need there to work you go. on it. I just got to make him <laughs> on into the sentences. library. Yeah. Got to expand it. <laughs> Wait, did uh, Coach Steve Ellis just walk in from Louisville? Short. Uh, Jaquan McMillan. <laughs> hey, Coach. Uh, welcome back. Yeah. Well, you. I appreciate you Why'd having you me back. Well, don't ask me that in front of Coach. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, but when you think of good cornerbacks here at East Carolina, you think of Jaquan McMillan. Jaquan McMillan. Jaquan McMillan. <laughs> Shirley, take us to break. Yeah. Uh, Coach, yeah. Uh, you hang out one more second? Yeah. All right, cool. We'll wrap we up an hour. We haven't run them off yet. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> See what else we can bring in next segment. More to go with Coach Mike Houston here on a Thursday. We're back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care, t- uh, care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Alrighty, back with you here. Pirate Radio Live. One more segment to go with ECU head football coach Mike Houston here on a Thursday. And uh, a lot of stability on the coaching staff, Troy D., but a couple of changes. Yeah, Coach, great having you in today. I always enjoy talking Pirate football with you. We talked a lot about you know players and positions earlier and, and things going on with the team. We haven't talked a lot about your coaching staff. Uh, as Clip mentioned, a lot of stability, but you've got a couple new faces yeah. coming on board. You realigned uh, Coach Shank to be the recruiting – or he's the high school coordinator. I don't know what title you gave him um, now, but he's still around. Yeah, he's going to be on, some, on, on, on staff on off-the-field role. Uh, he's going to be uh, director of high school relations and alumni relations. That's right. Um, and let's talk about the two new coaches you brought in. <clears throat> yeah, Al- Alan Mulgridge, uh, who was at South Florida last year. He's been all up and down the East Coast, uh, been at North Carolina, uh, played at North Carolina. Uh, I've known Alan for a long time. Really, really quality uh, coach, uh, he, he he'll be uh, you know he'll 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 be really really good for us. And uh, he and Shank know each other and respect each other you know in the industry. So it's a good uh, good transition there. He's already kind of hit the ground running with the players, and uh, I think they'll the players will enjoy his energy and uh, and passion and intensity. Um, and then at corners, uh, Jules Montanar uh, has joined us. He was at uh, Temple last year. Uh, was at uh, University of Florida, South Florida. 
uh, Texas State. Um, he was at James Madison right before I was. Uh, so when I got there, uh, he had recruited that room in the secondary. Did a great job with that. And so excited to have Jules and his family uh, joining us. And so uh, two great additions. So Coach uh, Mogridge added a recruit a commitment pretty early on uh, in his time here at East Carolina, right? Yeah. Like a week or two later, I believe. Yeah, he added uh, a couple. Yeah, uh, you know, he, he added uh, uh, incoming freshman offensive lineman from New York, uh, and then he signed a uh, offensive lineman from Osceola, Florida, uh, this past uh, yesterday. That's hitting the so, ground running. Yep, and then, and then Jules did the same thing with two DBs from Florida. You know, Mo and Jules will both. They both have heavy, heavy ties in the state of Florida, which I think will help us moving forward in recruiting. I guess the days of uh, I remember and what not that long ago, you know, National Signing Day used to be a big party, and so it's almost anticlimactic at this point. It seems like it continues like almost every day. I know. It seems like it's a signing day. So I guess those days are kind of gone by the wayside. It falls at a weird time, you know. Now, yeah. So it's just it's just it's not like it used to be with that. I and guess. I think you're going to see more changes to uh, signing days in the next year. Are you? Are they going to do away with those and just where you can sign players at any time? Do you think? I don't think they're quite to that point. Um, I think you may see the one in December moved earlier. Um, could be earlier in December. Uh, you could. Is see that it. good? Like, is that a benefit to be able to go ahead and get it done earlier? Or do you, like what would you do? Uh, if I you think were... that, I think there's pluses and minuses. You know, there's talk of moving and having a summer signing day for football. Um, I think that wherever you move it, it's just going to speed everything up. Yeah, uh, which things are sped up now. Yeah. So, what what changes would you make if you were commissioner of college football and huh. could make some adjustments? And you had a magic wand. What would be I the would top three changes you'd make? Establish some set of rules and actually enforce them. I mean, I think that's the number one thing that's needed. Give us guidelines. Give us guidelines for NIL. Give us guidelines for recruiting. Give us guidelines for transfers. But then actually enforce the rules that you have in place. What would, would the NCAA say? Oh well, we have that now. They do don't. So That's the problem. There are no rules right now. So it's it's basically it's it's it's, it's kind a, of a, anything goes. I mean, you know, you're kind of regulating yourself. You know, you're 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 you know watching yourself. But uh, nationally, I just think we got to get a grip on some things. Yeah. Back to the uh, the personnel coach. We've talked quarterback. You mentioned running back a little bit. How about receiver? That's going to look a lot different. Uh, first of all, a couple of tight ends leaving uh, with Jones and Jarman yep. and and. Uh, but also at receiver with Winstead, CJ. Who are some of the uh, up-and-coming receivers you're excited to look at this offseason, this spring? Well, I think, uh, you know, Josiah Hatfield and Jalen Johnson both finished the season strong. Um, you know, my big thing with them and, and, and is, you know, having having an offseason to prepare uh, to, to carry up more of the load. Uh, I think that's that's the big thing. You know, the one thing about CJ and Isaiah is they, they, they were there every game, and they – produced all throughout the year and so i think just preparing those guys have waited their turn and preparing you know their bodies to be able to carry that load i think you know Jarrett garner uh it's a big spring for him you know, what's he going to do kerry king really excited about the way he finished the season and uh you know excited to see what he can do we added ryan king at mid-year so you know excited to see what uh what he's going to do this spring uh we've added you know three uh freshmen that aren't here yet uh, Brock Spaulding had his first uh, career catch in the bowl game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have a lot of young guys. Jari Patterson uh, was really good in practice this past fall and then uh, played in the bowl game. So, you know, seeing those guys this spring, 
um you know you probably you still got a couple of uh, spots there so you could see something at the end of the spring but you know you want to see kind of how those guys do through the spring first and you told us multiple times last year not to forget about shane calhoun at no tight end. And you, you, you he's switched, a huge part you switched the tight end you got shane and tyler who are both working their tails off right now and you know you want them to be the two guys to to, to carry the load this year and i think shane definitely can but you got to have just like a receiver you have to have depth you know shane can't play every single snap josai and jalen and those guys cannot play every single snap you have to have depth and so you know tyler coming along is 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 important uh max uh latch is is a, a young guy's a freshman last year he's got a great opportunity this spring we signed a uh a high school tight end from florida antonio ferguson uh, so it'll be important for him to hit the ground running. So, but you want to see what uh, you know. Do you have enough right now uh, for the season, coaches? You know, uh, fundraising underway for the indoor practice facility. Mm-hmm. Much when you look out in days like today, if it was a practice day, this would be a great day to yeah. have one of those, uh, or a great week, I should say. How is the uh, how's that effort coming? Because I know there's been a lot of buzz about that lately. It seems like they've gotten some uh, foundational right. donations, and I uh, saw the, the Minji's family stepped up in a big way recently. Yeah, I mean, um, what? How far I, are we away from that becoming a reality? I think you're getting closer and closer. Um, I think we've had some donors step up and just with phenomenal support. I mean, you mentioned the the Minji's family, the Rogers family, um, you know, so many, uh, the Hall family, so many. And I and I'm I'm not doing it justice because I'm, you know, not mentioning yeah. everybody. And you hate to mention anybody uh, if you're not going to mention everybody. I think the one final piece that we're waiting on is that that one big you know naming rights gift. Mm-hmm. And I know that. Uh, uh, John Gilbert and Ryan Robinson are in conversations with several people about that, and uh, I think that's going to be the piece that when we get that gift, uh, I think that, that should put us over the top and be able to you know break ground and get going. I keep playing the lottery, Mega Millions. If I hit it, no it'll doubt, be the Dreyfus Dome. Me too. <laughs> I, I hope I hit it. I'll build <laughs> us a big, nice one. It, it'll be awesome. Uh, if if I can hit the lottery, we're going to do that. <laughs> You'll have your gift. Um, what else has been going on that you want folks to know about? And I know we've covered a lot of ground today as we uh, start to run short on time. What what other things have been happening with you that uh, you want folks to know about the program? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, we've covered about all of yeah. it. So, I mean, you're just you're getting ready for, for next year and, and excited about uh, the future of Pirate football. So, that's it. Clip. I'm through my. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to introduce the, myself to the, my family this weekend. That's a good yeah, idea. Uh, the uh, so the uh, what do they call it? the council rest or whatever you know the courtroom. So, I've so asked now all, it's the defense's turn. Yeah, I've, I've asked all who, my who, questions. Who you guys got in the Super Bowl? <laughs> Anybody but Philly. Yeah, too bad they both can't lose, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't want Philly to win. I'm kind of sick of them. I'm a little bit tired of Philly and their fans. Not that I like the Chiefs as a Washington no, right, fan. Correct. I just can't root for Philly. Yeah, I just I can't have the Eagles. I, I think they're. I fa- feel like you would feel well, the same I way. I understand that from your standpoint, but yeah. what I mean, I don't have a. You're, dog, I'm a you're Bears, a Bears fan. fan. Yeah, so I really don't care. Do y'all have the first pick? We do. Yeah, so you I'm do? very excited about that. Yeah, okay. but I'm sure we'll screw. You it earned up. that. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, hard. We had to go in the yeah. tank to yeah. get that pick. Okay, what about the Panthers? Yeah, what do you think about that coaching hire? I think Frank Reich is a really good football coach. Um, I really like Steve Wilkes. I thought he did a phenomenal job. I mean, how do you to inherit what he inherited mm-hmm. midseason and to go six and six down the stretch with no quarterback? I thought was a very impressive, uh, a very impressive performance. But uh, 
I got to figure he's going to land somewhere has to. good because he's got such no a doubt. great reputation. He did do an awesome job. In a he's a Carolina guy. So, Have you ever been in a situation like the 49ers were on Sunday where they didn't have a, anybody that could throw a forward pass? Well, I've, I've been down to my third-team quarterback before, but uh, that was pretty bad. I saw Holton I mean, that, a couple days ago. I said they could have used him. No doubt. Actually, yeah, you know, no doubt. People that, are, but that's, that's why I say he is going to end up making it. Yeah. Because – you just you you got to have depth at that position or you're screwed do these teams have they called you you know a lot of times when they're doing their due diligence or it's a little too early for that when they start asking hey not just about players but what they right. like as people and all that stuff you know they've they've called a lot of our coaches and support staff i talked to the scouts throughout the year but it will be it will be as we get closer to the draft when they'll you know the teams that are really really serious about these guys that's when they will you know they'll really start digging. Got pro day coming up too at ECU yeah. in, a, in a couple months. That will be. I, I got to tell you, I've been here for you know tons of them. I think this. I was telling some folks this year's pro day, top to bottom, maybe the most legit class we right. have as far as guys that could actually make it to the next. We level. have multiple guys. You have yeah, two, that, you have two in the combine. When was the last time we had two go to the combine? I, I don't know if we've ever had two yeah. in the combine other than one at a time. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I, I really think this is. There's going to be a lot of attention. You may have te- uh, scouts from every single team on campus this year. I, I think, think we'll have every NFL team, and I think we'll have several from CFL um xfl usfl i think you'll have a, a strong turnout yeah. for pro day is there a set date for that there is yeah uh i was told and i forgot it's me and you both yeah early april i think it i want to say no yeah. it's um i forget i was I told it's I late forgot. march late march yeah okay well we'll, we'll, get, we'll find it for you maybe Good, the 28th okay but yeah that don't, is going to be a, uh, a big day out there yeah yeah all right, Coach, thanks for hanging out. Good stuff. Yeah, catching up. Thanks yeah, for having thank me you. on. Good, Good to see you guys Enjoy again. your family this weekend. Absolutely. They'll, Go Pirates. They'll be glad to see you. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to grill out Saturday night. <laughs> that sounds good. Troy, we'll see you uh, Monday. Yes, I'll be back Monday. Look forward to it. You guys uh, have yourself a great weekend. All right. Big Hour 2, Big Hour 3 on tap on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back, and have a lot more for you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years and you can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Coming up later on this hour, name that sound. It's coming back for another week. Charlie Rose has some sounds for us, for Chandler and I, and for you to play the at-home version Big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, will join us hour number three of today's PRL right now. Uh, Coach Houston talked some hockey earlier. He uh, sounded the siren for the Hurricanes last week and talked about their great play. We'll talk about that more with our resident Kaniac, former Pirate Radio intern, 
Brooks Hill now calling some hockey of his own. We'll talk about what he's up to, but uh, also talk about the Canes as he joins us today on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Brooks, how you doing, man? Uh, doing good, doing good, Clipper. Canes are doing really good, though. That's the great thing. That they are, and, uh, and fantastic first half of the season for Carolina. We have reached the all-star break, and like a lot of things, Brooks, I- I've seen the negative on social media people talking about who was snubbed uh, from Carolina, uh, who should be an all-star. Uh, but let's talk about who is an all-star for the Canes here at the break. How many all-stars did uh, Carolina have this year? Well, the Canes have one all-star player in Andres Fetchnikov, who has really elevated his playmaking abilities uh, this season. He's doing a great job. He's on a point streak, and all of his points are coming by the way of assists. He's kind of gotten a little cold before the all-star break uh, in the scoring department but he's still showing up uh, consistently on the stat sheet uh, in the assist column so that's always good and uh, Rod Brindamore will be the Metropolitan head coach for the second straight season Uh, so technically two all-stars for the Hurricanes uh, this year a lot of people thought Martin Natchez was going to get back in he's having a great bounce back season but unfortunately just wasn't in the cards for him uh, right now, but uh, hopefully he'll be able to get there sometime in the near future. The Hurricanes entering the All-Star break right now uh, with 76 points. That's the second most in the NHL behind Boston. To tell you how good Boston's been, I guess, Brooks, they recently lost three in a row, including one to Carolina, but still uh, by far the top team in the league. Just seven losses all year. They, they played uh, until last week, uh, what, they were like 38-4, and four, I guess, as their record uh, with five overtime losses. So it tells you how good they've been, but Carolina uh, on their heels here entering the All-Star break. Yeah, the Hurricanes are making a real good push. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is about it, there's only two teams left in the entire National Hockey League that have single-digit regulation losses, and that's the Boston Bruins and the Carolina Hurricanes. And we got to see a really good contest uh, earlier this week between the two sides where uh, Carolina came out on top. So, you know, Hurricanes technically do lead the season series with a regulation win and overtime loss. Uh, And Boston now has an overtime win and a regulation loss. So we've gotten more points so far in the season series. Uh, With the Bruins, not that it really matters for anything. The uh, goal is to win the Cup at the end of the year. And you want to win your division, uh, get that seed and get for the home ice advantage. A lot of people were talking about how it could be a potential Eastern Conference final between those two sides. And it's almost at the point now, Cliff, where there are too many people are talking about the Hurricanes. And it doesn't make me quite comfortable <laughs> uh, about hearing all of that. Well, it's hard to stay under the radar uh, when you're as good as Carolina's been. And, uh, you know, Brooks, this is... This is not a flash in the pan. They, they were building to this. We've had our chats uh, about the decade-long playoff drought, but you, you felt like they were really building something, and here we are. We, you've said before that they are certainly in their Stanley Cup potential window right now. Um, Brooks, before we have more on the Canes, I want to talk about the outdoor game, uh, trade deadline, other stuff, but what um, what's the all-star format this year for folks uh, interested in checking it out? Uh, so in the All-Star game is going to be hosted by the Florida Panthers just outside of Miami. Um, so down in South Florida, very um, tourist destination for the All-Star game this year. It'll be three-on-three format. 
like it has been the last couple of years, and the teams are grouped together by division. So there's four teams, uh, Metro, Atlantic, Central, and Pacific, and you will play a 20-minute three-on-three contest. So fans who are familiar with overtime, it'll be 20 minutes of essentially the three-on-three, and then though it's a knockout round, the Metro will play the Atlantic, and then the Central will play the Pacific. The two winners will play a final 20-minute period. So the game takes just, you know, realistically about how long a regular hockey game would take for the regular season. Um, They have the All-Stars competition uh, Friday night. I believe tomorrow. I believe it's tomorrow night. I mean, you know, it's getting hard to keep track of all these leagues that I have my hands in right now uh, with their all-star celebrations and mid-season stuff. But uh, skills competition the night before where they do, you know, fastest skater, hardest shot, accuracy shooting, skills challenge, all that kind of stuff that's great for, you know, the kids and, you know, shows the stars' creativity as they go around. I think, um, oh, Sveshnikov probably will try to defend the Hurricanes title and the accuracy shooting. Last two Hurricanes to participate in that event on the skills competition have one being uh, Sebastian Ajo and Jacob Slavin. So maybe he'll try to defend the Hurricanes record that way, but uh, I would be surprised if, you know, he brings out a lacrosse stick for the uh, breakaway challenge and, you know, skills competition where they get a little bit more creative with costumes and props, everything like that. And then also, you know, he's got a booming slap shot, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, do that as well. Brooks Hill talking Canes hockey with us today here on Pirate Radio Live. Brooks and uh, Canes fans and uh, hockey's fans, hockey fans all around, excited about the outdoor game coming up Carter Finley Stadium. Uh, just a couple of weeks, February eighteenth, as the Canes will take on the Capitals. So, uh, Brooks, how exciting is this uh, for Caniacs like yourself? It's amazing for the Caniac fan base as a whole. For this one particular Caniac, I have already shed a couple of tears. Uh, that I will not be in attendance after all the years of getting the game pushed back. But it's, uh, I guess, a sign of the times that I'm maturing and growing up that I can't be there uh, because (laughs) of working in another hockey league. But uh, luckily, my game starts a little bit earlier uh, than the NHL game does in Carter-Finley. I think it's going to be great. And, uh, you know, don't want to speak too kindly of NC State on Pirate Radio, but, you know, we're – I'm very glad that they were able, the NC State and the Hurricanes were able to come to terms, you know, getting the venue secured, making sure everything was going to be up to the NHL standards, everything like that for another outdoor game. Uh, but I think uh, I think it'll be a great chance for you know Raleigh to really be at the forefront of the National Hockey League like it was a couple of years ago when the All Star Game came to town in the early uh, 2010s. I think. Uh, the tailgate is going to be legendary if we can get some good weather down there. There's going to be a ton of Canes alumni in town, I've been told, uh, you know, celebrating. There's stuff all around Raleigh, and uh, quickly uh, Raleigh's turning into a hockey town, which I've been trying to say it has been for years, but people are starting to take notice of it. And I can't wait uh, to see how the team plays um, in the outdoors for the first time. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Looking forward to that coming up on February the 18th. Brooks Hill joining us. Brooks, uh, NHL trade deadline coming up on March the 3rd. And 
I don't know how active, um, first of all, generally how active are our teams that are making a playoff push, a Stanley Cup push, and, and, you know, second part of that, how active do you think the Hurricanes will be with their, you know, young, talented roster? Do they try to add a piece or two here? What do you think happens uh, at the trade deadline next month? I think the teams at the top really typically don't make a whole lot of moves or make a big splash in the pond of uh, the trade deadline. I think teams like Boston and Carolina will make one move, but I wouldn't see them making multiple, like how the New York Rangers made, I think, three moves at the deadline last year. You know, It kind of worked out for them. They were able to defeat the Hurricanes and make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, so I think that the Hurricanes are going to make a move. Now they have had the track record of not doing any short-term uh, trades or what hockey players refer to as rentals. So people who have expiring contracts at the end of the season. Uh, it just hasn't been a thing that Don Waddell and Tom Dundon really like to harp on a whole lot. So like to get guys like Brady Shea or Vince Trocek a couple years ago who acquired at the deadline and have a couple of years left on their contracts. I think they have their eyes on a couple of people. Um, I think they could use some depth down the middle of the ice, meaning that they could go out and get a centerman. I've seen a couple of names uh, from teams out west who aren't going to make the playoffs or are probably going to be sellers at the deadline that they were uh, keeping tabs on. I think the best fit available left is going to be Timo Meyer from the San Jose Sharks uh, to be slotted as a center maybe on that second line uh, for the team. Or... I've actually heard Adam Gold from the Raleigh media talk about how it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world uh, to trade back for Tony D'Angelo, for another right-handed defenseman who is going to try to bolster a very slacking power play that the Hurricanes have had uh, this year. So those are the two names that I think we could be you know, acquisitions. I think it's one or the other. I don't think it's both. Uh, but with Pat Giretti going to long-term injured reserve, uh, they have a little bit of more cap space to free up this year at the deadline. So they can go get somebody who has a lot of money attached to their name if they want to. Talking to Brooks Hill, the Hurricanes going into the All-Star break have won seven games in a row. They don't play again uh, until the 11th, so long layoff here for Carolina Brooks, but uh, they'll be back at it. Uh, coming up uh, against the Rangers, who you mentioned a moment ago, coming up on Saturday, February the 11th. So, uh, I don't know, kind of a a bummer, right? Uh, You got your NHL uh, All-Star stuff going on, but this is the uh, longest Canes layoff of the season, Brooks. Yeah, it's it's tough uh, because of, I guess, the so-called bye week uh, that the Hurricanes have. It's good for the guys to, you know, rest and reset, and hopefully it won't turn into rust. Uh, I was watching... The post game last night on TNT after the Hurricanes defeated the Sabres, and they showed Rob Brindamore talking to the team. They said, "Hey, I know you guys are going on vacation. You know you're going with your families. You're going to all these cool places." He said, "I tell you, every year those places got gyms and all those hotels and resorts. So don't be a stranger to it. And then you know, step in every once in a while. Said, you guys know that I am." And everybody laughed because, of course, it's Rod the Bod uh, talking about working out. And uh, so hopefully the guys can. Uh, and, you know, enjoy some much-needed time off. I think it'll be big because Jacob Slavin, who had been out with an injury, will, uh, we didn't rush him back to play these two games, which I think is great. And he'll be ready to go coming back for the Rangers game on the 11th. And, you know, very quickly you're going to get 
tuned up uh, for the outdoor game, and you know you got to start practicing outside uh, a couple of times, get used to the ice and the weather outside. You know, difference in you know temperatures from indoor rink to an outdoor rink, all that kind of stuff. So hopefully uh, they're hit the ground running, and this will turn into rest and not rust uh, for the Hurricanes coming up. Brooks Hill joining us. Brooks, uh, tell us what you're up to. What games are you uh, calling these days? Yeah, well, uh, we're doing uh, SPHL, Federal Prospects Hockey League, for all the fans back home. It is uh, single-A hockey, uh, minor league hockey. I'm in Binghamton, New York, for the uh, Black Bears. We're in second place right now. We got uh, two big games coming up this Friday and Saturday. If uh, we win these two games and we can get the team in first place uh, to lose one, of these games, and we'll be back in first place. We're also just over the halfway point of our season as well, but we only play 56 games compared to the NHL's 82. But I'm director of media relations and broadcasting, so I'm doing all the articles and social media, uh, which I learned how to do at Pirate Radio, of course, and I'm also doing the play-by-play day in, day out, getting to travel to some neat places uh, across the country with the team as well. That's awesome, Brooks. Living the dream. Keep up the good work, buddy. And uh, thanks for joining us, talking a little Canes hockey today. We'll keep in touch and certainly uh, talk to you a few more times here the second half of the season. All right. We definitely appreciate it. Go Canes. There is Brooks Hill joining us. Pirate Radio Live Line, the NHL All-Star Game. It'll be Central versus Pacific, 3 o'clock on Saturday. Metro versus Atlantic at 4 o'clock. And then the winners meet uh, five o'clock all that on abc coming up tonight on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard and we'll dive into some of these games later on with the big man on campus jeff nadu game of the night seven o'clock fau is 21 and 1 11 and 0 in conference usa they will be at uab tonight and uab is actually a one-point favorite that's on cbs sports network at seven o'clock houston at wichita state and the shockers Hang around with the Cougars. Cougars are big favorites in this game tonight. ESPN 2 at 9 o'clock. Pac-12 action. Washington at UCLA. Oregon at Arizona. And then you've got a Gonzaga-St. Mary's showdown coming up on on Saturday. Before those two teams meet, they play uh, different games tonight. Gonzaga at home against Santa Clara. San Francisco at St. Mary's. We'll uh, dive into that with Jeff Nadeau later on in the show. Those scores uh, those games coming up on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Chandler, the Hornets are in action tonight on the road at Chicago. Thanks for letting me know. Yep. We will not be paying attention to no, that. No, we will not. What we will be doing is cleaning out our ears because coming up next on Pirate Radio Live. Gather around, sit on down, it's time to play. Name that sound pretty good now here's your host shirley rose what's that noise call the boys bring your toys it's time for name that sound still no intro but you got some ideas Uh, yeah i thought you were gonna have it ready oh no i want no i want you to be a part of it i like your freestyling though that was pretty good We'll uh, take a time out. When we return, Name That Sound is back. Shirley Rhodes will take us through another game. We urge you to play along at home. 
And we'll be back with today's edition of Name That Sound after this. Listening to Hour Two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Meta Spa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Pirate Nation Integrity Home Mortgage is here. If you're looking to purchase a home, contact Talbot Green. Braxton Green and Joanne Weir today. The Integrity Home Mortgage Team offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve before, during, and after your real estate transaction. To get started, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, or Joanne Weir. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates supporting uh, Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Alrighty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Planning to hook up with uh, Cy Seymour today. But we're going to do that on Friday. What better way to head off into a weekend than some With Mr. Uh, Positive? Mr. Positivity, Si. He will join us coming up on a Friday show. We don't have a game to pick uh, when we talk to Tony. We have a new head coach and maybe some uh, assistance to talk about with Tony Dunn from the C3 podcast coming up on a Friday. That and more on the way uh shirley Rhodes, chandler honeycutt here uh, we had coach houston on hour number one if you missed it you can watch it right now uh you can rewind on youtube check it out now or wait till later and uh, we'll have it up on facebook youtube in podcast form as well so i was never able to say hello to uh shirley and chandler hey shirley and chandler hey clip nice Hi, to see clip. you how are you uh good thank you for asking chandler uh good job on the mike houston impersonation that had to be uh i don't know a little nerve-wracking i guess with oh, him yeah. right here definitely but you handled it well that was a little yeah. bit of a pressure cooker right there no doubt but uh good job yeah i appreciate it I, yeah i wasn't expecting that and i because I, I have been looking at the comments but i went afterwards and i saw that people were requesting my mike houston and i do need to get to where i can actually form a sentence because i just know his key words like opportunity uh compete physical hard news hard news you got to rise rise standard yeah really good bunch yeah i gotta get it to where and i told now he'll clean your clock now i told coach as he was leaving the studio i said i'll have to work on my impression of you that way whenever you have a radio interview to do on the phone that you don't want to do i can step in and do it for you and he was all about it um guess who's on facebook today who brian skipper is that our normal what's our normal guy's name robert on youtube robert skipper yeah oh i don't know if it's Skip- well see it's funny because i saw i know robert we've used we've talked about before. okay robert is our youtube guy but guess what i guess he goes by brian on facebook i guess but and there's a picture there of him and somebody but I literally I saw Skipper earlier in the Facebook chat and I was like, hmm, wonder if there's any relation to Robert Skipper. Well, he sure does and, type like him. Well, I guess it runs it's strong genes. I guess. Can because. we get a Brian Skipper update? Then? Sure. Yeah. Hey, yo, yeah, yeah. Hey, Shirley Chandler and Clip. 
Skip is, yeah. Good folks. See, I have some good football questions. The man. Same one. Look at here. Yep. <laughs> wow. Just, just on a roll. And that he was asked, your Brian uh, Skipper update. Yeah, he asked football questions earlier on that uh, we asked Coach Houston. So, Brian Skipper. He's like Robert with a uh, a picture. He's the Facebook version of Robert Skipper. <laughs> it's the same guy, apparently. All right, Shirley Rhodes. Name that sound. Come on in, sit right down. Uh, baby, it's name that sound. It's name that sound. Now, here's your host, Shirley Rhodes. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. All right. This show is brought to you. If, this show is uh, performing in front of a live audience. <laughs> A live studio audience. All right. Baby, can you name that sound? For those of us joining us for the very first time. For those of us joining us. For those who are joining us for the first time, the game is simple. I play a sound, you try to guess it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the explanation. Mm-hmm. You are quite welcome. All right. Here we go. First sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that. I think I know that. Mm-hmm. I think I know where that's from. You want me to say? You want me to tell you? Jeepers Creepers. I, be, I, I Is that um, Hunger Games? You are correct. Ah, Bangarang. Yes. That would be the Mockingjay theme. Um, my volunteer's tribute. My stepdaughter had that book, and Great I saw the series. movie was coming out, and it was like all the rage. And I actually read the uh, book before I saw the movie. And so did I. And I loved both the books yeah. and the movie. It was really good. You ever All seen right. that, Chandler? Mm-mm. Really? Bits and pieces. You should watch The Hunger Games. It's a good movie. I just All know right. the famous I Volunteer's tribute. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, here we go. Next sound. Off to a hot start for me. <gasps> go ahead, Chandler. State Farm. State Farm. Okay. I mean, like a good neighbor. Yeah. State, State Farm, Farm is there. there. I, did, I didn't Dang want to it! I mean, I'm giving you an opportunity. Oppor- I'm not in tune. You're not I mean, in tune. I got to rise. <laughs> Clip is hot out of the gates right. today. These are good ones. I'm just, I'm not. Uh, All right, here we go. Next sound. Mm. Do it again. Well, Shirley, like Whitney Houston said. Oh, wait. Do we have that? Yep. I have nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I have nothing. I have nothing. Chandler? Hit it again. Hit it again for me. In the words of Whitney Houston. Oh. I have nothing. Nothing. Chandler, I'm extremely disappointed in you. Because uh, hold on. I'm going to take a guess. Go ahead. I mean, might as well. I'm going to say it's um, Jim Carrey in Liar Liar. That is incorrect. Play it again for me if you're... All right. I, I, is it a Saturday Night Live skit? No. Is it a skit of some sort? No. Mm, I don't know. <sighs> Chandler, Chandler, Chandler. I'm sorry. Now I was you trying to bad. help you out. That is the gibberish scene from Billy Madison. (laughs) (laughs) Play it again. Oh my God! It's after his dad throws him out of dinner because he's talking gibberish and he gets mad at him. He's he's talking crap to Carl, not Carl, but the other guy that he hates. 
I was trying to help ah, him out. Sometimes I feel bad because Shirley will use older stuff that you don't have much of a shot at. But now that she's like feeding you Adam Sandler movie sounds, mm-hmm. I don't feel bad for you at all. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. No mercy anymore. I don't, yeah, that's fine. I, at this point, I Man. you know I have to do fifteen sounds plus a bonus round sound, so you'd be surprised how hard it gets after we burn through these. Oh wow! All right, next sound. Mario. Yeah. Well done, sir. Easy. That's after you get the uh, star. Yes, mm-hmm. that is correct. Did you see they're coming out with a Mario movie? Super Mario Bros. or Super Mario? Yeah, because isn't like Chris Pratt one of the Mario Brothers or something? First, because there was this big stink over the fact that he isn't Italian or something. You know. know, they should have got Mason Garcia. Mason Garcia. <laughs> yeah. It's me, Mason Garcia. Um, that They showed that on, um, was it during the football game over the weekend or something? It's possible. But um, it looked really cool. I, first of all, I can't believe they're doing that like it hasn't come out before now because it looks awesome remember they had like a live action one many many years ago shirley yes um and i thought that was what this one was going to be too but this is like uh animated like a oh okay well then or maybe it was voiced by chris pratt maybe yeah. that's what people were getting upset over it's a me a mason garcia all right final sound for this round they should have got andy garcia <laughs> sorry go ahead okay last sound for this round oh, jeopardy be more specific please. Uh, 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 double daily jeopardy double. double jeopardy he got it daily, it's daily. a daily double don't mess with me boy <laughs> <laughs> he's coming for my head now uh good thing the bonus is worth about 700 points daily yeah. double all right let's um you know take a break yeah, we can do that. And then we'll come back. With yeah, we'll more. do that. So round one in the books. Three one is your score. An early advantage. But once again, it's gonna come down to that twenty point question at the end, Chandler. You the can always twenty point win. one or the seven hundred point <laughs> one, whichever one. I like it's that. worth fifty thousand points. Shirley's running a whose line is it anyway type yes. game where she just makes up point values. <laughs> Uh, we'll take a break come back more of name that sound when we return on pirate radio live after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Let Fifth Street Hardware and Tap Room make your Valentine's night easy and memorable with that special someone. Fifth Street Hardware and Cupid have you covered with a Valentine's Day four-course dinner. Seatings on Valentine's Day night will be at 6 p.m. and 7.30 only. Make your reservations today by calling or stopping by 5th Street Hardware on 5th Street right beside the State Theater. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Sounds like a good plan for Valentine's Day coming up a couple of Tuesdays from now. Don't forget, guys. 14th 
I got Lily's birthday, 13th, Valentine's 14th. Ooh. It's a big couple of days. To, so uh, do you do you, you do give separately then? For them, yeah, I, I reckon. Because like some folks that have birthdays close yeah. to Christmas, they they kind of combine them. Yeah, it kind of depends. But there will be something on each day. Maybe one day, obviously the birthday. Right. Got to take care of that one. But can't forget about the other. It's a tough spot. How old is she going to be this year? Uh, how about 14? Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Nuts, I tell you. 14. Absolutely. She'll be driving soon. Nuts. Let's get back to the game. <laughs> he Come on in, sit right down, baby, it's a name that sound. Hey. Welcome back from the break. Here's your host. Shirley Rose. Thank you very much, and welcome back to Name That Sound, where points don't even matter. I'm just trying to make these guys look silly. Well, you're doing a good job. Well, with thank me. you. All right, let's move on to round number two. Here's your sound. Play it again, please. No, I've answered this before. I'm going to say Dreamcast again. <laughs> Dreamcast? Yes. Dream that is incorrect. Shall I play it again? Yes. DVD. I was thinking DVD. Like, um, oh, like your featured presentation? Is it three, is yeah. it three letters? No. Okay. I can tell you, you guys are way off. Okay. All right. Hit it again. Uh, Mazda. Chandler? Uh, Shall I have Whitney prepared again? Twilight Zone? No. That is incorrect. The answer is the Beam Me Up Scotty from Star Trek. <laughs> That's the sound it makes when they beam you up. Ah, all right. Uh, not, not a Star Trek guy. Uh, you're not a Star Wars guy either. I'm apparently. not a star guy. <laughs> you're not I like a star to stick guy. to Earth. You're a star, but you're not a star guy. I'm an Earth guy. You're an Earth guy. Okay. All right. Well, you're not a sci-fi guy. I Beam guess. me up, Scotty. Yes. Live long and prosper. There you go. Yes. Rich Woo. knew it was beam me up. Yep. That's beam me up. Buttercup, baby, just to lead me down. And you're still around, and then worst of all, you never been, baby, when you beam me, beam. But I still love you, Stick. That throws me off. I just hit your mic. I'm sorry. I just absolutely crushed What do you? Oh, that hurt. Okay. All right. I can tell you hurt yourself at Workman's. I know. It's Workman's comp over here. Okay. Here's the second sound. Pac-Man? Galaga. Oh. No. Let's do it again. Donkey Kong. Mrs. Pac-Man. Incorrect. It is a video game. I will tell you that. That Did is you say Galaga? Yeah. Nope. Intergalactic something. Whoa. Uh, battleship. Mm-mm. So, what are the old games? Uh, Frogger. No. Damn, I thought I had something there. Uh, 
play it again. Pinball. No. Shall I give you another clue? It is a Nintendo game. Okay. Now I should get this. I Metroid. Incorrect. That would be the most aggravating oh. noise in the whole wide world. Eric's got it, I think. That friggin' dog yeah. laughing at Dang you in Duck Hunt. Oh, I should have got that. The name of this game is Duck Hunt. Yes. Well done. When you miss the duck, the dog comes out from behind the grass I can't believe I and laughs at you. Josh got it and uh, Eric got it. Well done. Should have got that. Not because I recognize the sound per se, but I was thinking about classic Nintendo video games. Yeah. And that should have popped in my brain and it did not. I played Duck Hunt so much and I hated that dog and I would take my gun and shoot at the dog. Shame on me. Anyway, all right. Next sound. (laughs) Oh, that's Mr. B. Uh, That's that's, uh, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> you are incorrect, sir. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> I know I should know this. It is. <gasps> oh from the Goonies. The guy um the from Goonies. That the Goonies. guy from Go- okay. Where, How you guys that guy? Oh, sloth? Yeah. No. It's a a nerd laugh and uh Oh, it's not? It is not a nerd laugh. It is the most recognizable laugh though. You are going to kick yourself as soon as I tell you the answer. Oh, man. If it's not Pee Wee Herman, I have no idea. The clue is he's an actor and singer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And not a good laugher. I have nothing! 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 <laughs> Shall I reveal the answer? One, just one more time. Mm-hmm. Actor and singer. Actor and singer. He has appeared in television, movies, and music videos. Weird Al Yankovic. Incorrect. Ooh, that. Oh shoot! Is this? Oh shoot! <laughs> oh shoot! All right, Mike P. Rob, I think have it. That's got to be it. <sighs> Who is it, Charlie? It is Eddie Murphy. It is oh. Brandon Manning got it. Brian got it. Dang it! I should have got that. I mean, he has the most recognizable laugh yeah. of anybody I know. It is. It is. By the way, Eddie Murphy's coming to Greenville. What? Oh, wait, no, never mind. That's Dale Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dale Murphy's coming to Greenville, bringing Eddie with him. And Mama's family. Don't miss your chance to meet a living legend and hear Dale Murphy talk about his career, leadership, resilience, integrity, and more. It's dinner with Dale Murphy, Sunday, April 2nd. Get a table for 800 bones or individual tickets for $150. Sunday, April 2nd, the Murphy Center, 5 to 6.30. 
You can email LRB at PirateRadio1250.com or give us a call, 317-1250, here at the station. For more information, visit PR927FM.com. Now, All right. That was a good, like, in-game or in-show, like, shout-out or promo. Promo, yeah. All right, let's move on to the next sound. The score is still 3-1. to It's still 3-1, Clips Advantage. Let me put on the cans. All right, here's your next sound. Oh, that's uh no, that is um that's yeah. Will of Fortune. Will of oh, well done. Well done. Good job, Chandler. <laughs> Come on, all right, sit right down, baby. It's a name that's all right. Here's the last sound for this round. Shall I play it again? Wild thornberries. What the hell? Uh, no, that's incorrect. One more time. Man, I have no idea. Don't let me close. <laughs> One more door. Uh, I don't want to hurt. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. All right. I've got nothing. Here's a clue. What's my favorite movie of all time? Goonies. Goonies. That is correct. There you go, Chandler. You said that answer. I said that a couple right. of times ago. Brandon Manning said the truffle shuffle. That would be the truffle shuffle. Brandon, I think we finally uh, found your calling in life. You are good at name that sound. <laughs> that was so the truffle shuffle. So if we would shuffle. have said Goonies, we w- I would have given you the I would have given you the point okay. if you without me giving you the clue. Yes, man. All right. So after two rounds, Chandler has narrowed the lead. It is now three to two. Clip. Let's go. I just got uh text um jared sent in the answer eddie murphy and said sorry it was frustrating that you guys didn't get it carry on <laughs> he's like literally angry at us for well i go was answer. angry at us last week so he, and he said was you, wrong and he was wrong he said he it's mario kart it was mario kart you idiot oh uh, yeah and then he realized it was wrong. He was like, never mind. I'm the idiot. Yeah. That was not it. I brought that up the other day. All right. Post came All right. We here we go. Another break. Do you want to just play this no, out? Yeah, let's play the. No, we, right. we, we have one break. We'll take it in about five minutes. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Round three. Transformers. Well done, sir. Wow. And guess what? Never seen it. Somebody's on a run. That would have been the dead giveaway, cause that dead giveaway, dead giveaway. <laughs> you know at the when very a white end. Girl jumped <laughs> okay, Transformers. <laughs> Can you tell me who this one is? Bumblebee, Megatron. God, you guys are dancing all around it. I don't watch this crap. I don't really? watch it either. Oh, Optimus Prime. That would be Optimus Prime. That's his signature sound. Oh, Autobots. Yes. I'm talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Uh, I'm a white guy. <laughs> I wanted to get into the dead giveaway. It's a dead giveaway. 
All right, anyway. Wow. Okay. The white girl jumps into a black man's arm. All right, so we now have a tie game. What? It's three all. Bring it on. Here we go. The price is wrong. <laughs> Next sound. You can't say Adam Sandler quotes anymore since you missed that question. Yeah. You are no you're longer banned. you're wow. no longer a Billy yep. Madison guy. Sorry, not a not a Sandman guy. All right, here we go. Next sound. Whee! That's the commercial. The, the pig. There's a pig in a commercial. And what's the Geico. commercial? You are correct, sir. Thank you for the alley hoop there, Chandler, because I didn't know what it was. And you the, came down the court. You pulled a Lucy Debeau. You tipped you, it. You tipped it. Brandon and, Johnson and guess just what, laid folks? it in. It's not going to show up in the stat sheet, nope. and it's not going to show up in my tally column. If nope. You, if you could just uh, describe every answer for me, I'd appreciate it. Oh, man. <laughs> Four to three is your score now. Never would have got that. Thank you, Chandler. Next sound. That's Pac-Man. He said it first. He did. He Pac did. Man. He did. He did. Listening to that, like, West actually did a pretty good. He did a pretty good Pac Man. Yeah, I forgot he had done that, and I forgot I used that sound. Pac Man. All right, here we go. Next round. Uh, so we have a once again. It's tied. Tie. Tie. Hi. Tie. Tie. Hi. Tie. Hi. All right, here we, here we go. go. Wait a minute. Let me make sure I... Okay, that's Boing, the one. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't inadvertently play the wrong one. Okay, here we go. Next sound. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Anchorman. Incorrect. 40-year-old virgin. Incorrect. Son of a... Steve Carell in... Ah, uh, Bruce Saul, Kevin we Almighty. Incorrect. Yes, man. <laughs> what? Or, uh, uh, no, that's, that's Jim Carrey. The, you do have it partially correct. It is Steve Carell. The Office. Uh, Anchorman 2, huh? Is it correct? You no. were dangerously close. Oh, my gosh. Bruce Almighty. Evan Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Oh, wow. Okay. Because Evan Almighty is a separate movie. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. But you got it correct. Whew. This game takes gotta, a lot out of me. I'm tired. I got I to gotta play this sound again just because it's very, very entertaining. I'm physically exhausted. <laughs> oh, the first time I saw that in the movie theater, I cried laughing. This might it be is the best still one funny. This All is right. really good, Shirley. Five to four is your score. Clip in the lead. How many we got left? You have one sound left for this round, and then you have the and bonus the sound. Bonus. Here we go. We Last might sound. Actually, need a bonus. All right. Last sound. Oh boy. Hovercraft. Something's no. heating up. Something's. What is this? Star Independence Day. Oh, that was a good guess. Uh, so it's a laser of some sort firing something. It, it is firing something. It is not quite a laser. Top Gun. Um, 
Give you a clue. It is not. It's highly not recommended to cross the streams. Cross the streams. Baseballs. Is that not it? Huh? Don't cross the streams. That's a line from something. It's a line. Yes. But not spaceballs. As a matter of fact, it has nothing to do with space. Does that mean to do with balls? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Just thought I'd ask. Uh, <clears throat> uh, by the way, it, I nothing, ladies and gentlemen, Whitney. Nothing. Here. Nothing. I'm out. So everybody's out. Tapping. I have nothing. You never cross the streams in Ghostbusters. Oh, That's the proton no. pack. Start. Shot. Does someone a, say shot? That's a shot. That's a shot. All right. All right. All right. Bonus. And we actually need it because we're tied. I'm such an idiot. No, we're not. 5 4. You don't get a point for missing that question, Chandler. <laughs> but if you get it, I will give you 20 points. All right. And the win. For the win. For the game. Here we go. Donkey Kong. <laughs> you are correct, sir. That. Donkey Excuse Kong. Excuse me. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Donkey Donkey. <laughs> Congratulations. What a, what a, what a nail-biter. Hey, I, I want to hey, shake hey. your hand. 25 to 4. I want to shake your hand. Look, I will say this. It was a much closer game this week. You made it competitive this week. Great game. Boy. They're going to be talking about that one for a long time. Let me tell you. <laughs> we got to go to break. So. All right. Let's go to break. Good game. Thanks for playing at home. Shirley, fantastic job. Thank you. We will take a break. Come back. Hour 3, Pirate Radio Live. More to go after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store experience is is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live. Mike P says that was the Peach Bowl of Name That Sound. You you did, oh. you did say that it was going to be talked about for a long time. I mean, people are going to write books about this one. Great run by Chandler. Yeah, that's what I was, you know, I, that's what I said to you, Chandler, in the break. I was like, I'm glad you made it competitive because Clip has kind of been running away with it the last couple of weeks. Uh, I, It's like Brian North says, you know, don't really care who wins. It's all about the story. It's the and, journey. And what about it? And right now we have a good storyline going with Name That Sound, and that is Chandler is winless. 
so now people are going to tune in every week like people are going to start rooting for you you're going to be the underdog the lovable loser you're going to be the chad, chad Moore. Moore. i was just about to say it's going to be like chad Moore with the treasure chest and can chandler finally win the big one that's kind of the running storyline right now mm. i am oh and three will my my ear dynasty continue <laughs> i don't know all i, I have to know. say he, is he made it close i mean all i i'm gonna keep coming in i'm gonna keep coming i'm gonna keep coming in mm-hmm. i'm gonna keep sitting down mm-hmm. and by golly i'm gonna keep playing name that sound you're not giving up is what you're saying yes don't no, don't ever give up no quit can't in this stop guy. won't stop yeah all you can do is get back into the lab get in the lab listen to sounds i'm gonna get live. practice your whitney houston i have nothing nothing all right let's see what's going on tonight in hoops talk a little super bowl and more with the big man on campus jeff nadu he joins us today on the pirate radio live line big man how you doing today good how are you hey doing great doing great and uh coming off another ecu basketball loss tough times right now for the pirates playing without javon small and uh looking at the american jeff it's houston and everybody else at this point and and kind of seems like some teams uh you know ucf were kind of howling them earlier have fallen back and i don't know starting to maybe look more like a, a one-bid league what do you think about the aac as we uh begin february here well you know it's funny uh clip uh, back to last night I, I actually had ecu plus uh, eight and a half um <laughs> well, good win yeah, I don't know how they uh, covered, but I'll take it. Uh, I saw at one point they were down 23, I believe. Yeah. I just kind of talked it up. But then I went and looked at my book, and I saw um, they had covered. I thought, oh, my God, they covered. Amazing. Um, but, yeah, as far as this conference, yeah, I, I think it's pretty bad, if, if I'm being honest. I mean, I, I think, for me, UCF's probably the team that I still have some interest in. We have to remember, I mean, UCF's been without – Michael Durr uh, for, for, for parts of this season. Um, you know, they were without um, Darius Johnson as well. So I think once they get him back and those guys back, they'll be, I think, fine. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, I, I'm not big into Memphis. Um, Temple University is interesting. I mean, they obviously just um, you know beat Houston. You know, they beat UCF. It's just a shame they got off to such a slow start because with their league record, Jeff, they'd be up there if they'd have done well in the non-conference. Yeah, and they actually get Houston uh, this uh, this weekend in, in Philly. I, I'm actually thinking about going to that game Sunday night at, at Temple. That's a big one for, for the Owls. Can they actually do it two times? That would be amazing. Uh, but, yeah, outside of that, I'm not real interested in this conference. Memphis, I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. You can't see them on the road. Tulane, not really interested in them. Wichita is always interesting, always a good defensive team. But I like UCF. I, I've kind of mentioned that all year. I think when they get uh, Durr back, uh, I, I think they're going to be fine. Joe Lenardi has uh, Memphis as his last uh, one of his last four buys, so he does have two American teams in the uh, NCAA tournament as it stands right now, but still work to do. Uh, Jeff Nadeau joining us on the uh, Pirate Radio Live Line. Game of the night, Jeff. Uh, Teams that uh, you've talked about before during our chats in the college basketball world. 21-1 FAU on the road at UAB. And um, I believe I saw UAB a slight favorite at home in this game. So uh, this will be a showdown tonight. What do you think about the Owls being a, a dog uh, to the Blazers tonight? 
Well, I think this line's telling you that Jelly Walker's probably going to play. Uh, Jelly Walker has not played over the last five or so games, and, um, you know, they, they've struggled uh, due to it, UAB. Um, he, it's kind of a weird situation because Andy Kennedy has said that, you know, he, he doesn't know what's going on. You know, it seems like, you know, uh, Jelly Walker kind of wants to be 100% and is not willing to play uh, unless he's 100%. He's tried and he hasn't played. I think this line's telling you, though, that he's going to play tonight. That would obviously be huge. First game these guys played, it was a two-point win for FAU in FAU. You have to figure a change of venue with Jelly Walker back. Um, I would I would mean UAB myself. I'm trying to get something on this game. I might just take a shot with UAB and just hope that he plays and gives me 15 points or something. Uh, but you look at how important Jelly Walker is. I mean, Jelly Walker takes the seventh highest percentage of shots for his team in America. Um, there aren't many people more important to their team than Jelly Walker. And Jelly Walker and UAB is a lot different without him in the lineup. Uh, an exciting player. He became uh, more of a household name last year during the uh, Conference USA tournament run and also the uh, NCAA tournament. Jeff Nadeau joining us uh, today here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll circle back to uh, tonight and see what you got. But just looking ahead, Jeff. Uh, North Carolina Duke, both of those teams unranked and uh, kind of getting lost in the shuffle this weekend with other games like Auburn at Tennessee, Purdue at Indiana, Texas at K-State. And then how about late night, Saturday night, Jeff? Just something to keep an eye on. St. Mary's 8-0 in the um, West Coast Conference. They will host Gonzaga. And I'm not saying it's like a changing of the guard game or anything like that, but uh, pretty big game for the Gales. Like they could take control um, and have a, a two-game lead in the West Coast Conference if they knock off Gonzaga. Of course, Gonzaga has just ran that conference for a couple of decades now, seemingly. So, big game uh, out in uh, California Saturday night. I think the thing about St. Mary's that's so cool as well is that I think they're they're shooing for the NCAA tournament. Um, it's not the it's not a, a must that they win the game. They're going to go off as a favorite. I'm going to tell you that. Hmm. Uh, and I'll tell you tonight, I mean, it's a fascinating game tonight for Gonzaga because they have Santa Clara at home, a team that took them to the cleaners in the last game and almost won. Uh, they're a big favorite tonight against Santa Clara, kind of looking ahead a little bit. I think the game means a lot more to Gonzaga than it does St. Mary's. Not that the game's not going to mean anything, but Gonzaga needs to kind of right the ship. And you're right, I think this is a changing in the guard type of game. Uh, this St. Mary's team, I'm not going to tell you something that I don't think anyone knows. If you're a true basketball fan, I think this is a St. Mary's team that can absolutely make a run to the Final Four. I think they're that good. Um, they are very deep. They're a team that, I think, from a defensive standpoint, people don't give them enough credit. This is a top-five defensive team in America to me. I think offensively they're really good. Um, they don't turn the ball over, and they really hit the glass hard. They're a big team as well. If you want a future, you're going to get a deep price. I would take a look at St. Mary's. They're very good. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Good point on uh, both of those teams playing tonight, Jeff. Gonzaga against uh, Santa Clara, as you mentioned. St. Mary's at home against San Francisco. So both uh, the Bulldogs and the Gales double-digit favorites tonight. You wonder if there is a look ahead or if they take care of business tonight. Also, a lot of Pac-12 action tonight. Big man, uh, Houston at Wichita State in the AAC. What uh, are you looking at as far as tonight? Things you got your eye on? Well, you know, I kind of... um... Thursday nights, I'm, I'm focused on really the West Coast Conference, you know, the, the Gonzaga-St. Mary's Conference. I, I've been really profitable in betting overs in this conference this year. And one of the, the angles that I had tonight in that Gonzaga game was I liked Santa Clara. I thought they had the ability to hang around in that game. And I think to hang around in that game, they're going to have to score some points. 
These are two top 60 uh, tempo teams in America. This Santa Clara team can really score. Uh, Gonzaga doesn't really play much defense. Neither team really plays much defense. I think this one game, this one is like a first to 85 wins. I played the over in this one. I think it's a great play. I also like Pepperdine Pacific over. These two teams have been good over groups all year. This is a conference that over is just kind of kind of rule the roost in. Uh, I'm also going to throw a, one out to you, Cliff. This is a very small game, but I kind of took a shot with a total here and over. Uh, Merrimack against LIU. This game starts at 5 o'clock Eastern. Um, this is a sneaky over for you here. LIU is awful on defense, awful. Uh, I think Merrimack can get to 70 here. I think they kind of run roughshod over this game. And the number says that Merrimack's going to win big. This is like a 13-point spread. I think this is like a 75-60 type of game. I like the over in this game. starts at 5 o'clock. Uh, all right, there you go. Jeff Nadeau throwing out some plays for tonight's action. And your birds are in the Super Bowl, Jeff. Uh, it'll be a Philadelphia and Kansas City. So many storylines with uh, Andy Reid, with the Kelsey brothers, all that. But I don't know. What are your uh, initial thoughts on Chiefs-Eagles? We can dive into it more and props and things like that next week. But uh, what, how are you looking at it right now, a week out? Well, you know, uh, you know, I always try to tell you, you know, my true opinion on this team. Um, I, I, I think they're, they're, they're a better team. I think they should be a favorite. Um, I think when I look at this game compared to the game last week, I was a lot more worried about the San Francisco 49ers. I think the Eagles are, are surely the better team. I think they have the much better defense. Um, and I know Mahomes is the best player on the field, but I think Jalen Hurts is pretty damn good too. I think the Eagles' offense is just better than, than the Chiefs. Um, at every level, I think they're the better team. Um, it's really going to be about preparation. I think Nick Sirianni is going to have something for Patrick Mahomes. I'll tell you this, I think the over is a great play as well. I think if the Eagles are going to win, and they do win, I think it's a shootout. Uh, these two teams played last year. It was 42-30. Uh, both quarterbacks were terrific. Um, I just think we see a lot of offense in this game, and I think if the Eagles are going to win, they're just going to get a couple more stops in this game uh, than the, uh, the Chiefs do. But I'll tell you right now, I don't think you're going to see a shutdown performance like the Eagles have done the last couple of games. I think if the Eagles win, and I think they will win, I think it's going to be like a 30 to 27 type of game. I like the over. I think this is, I don't know if this is quite the, you know, Eagles Patriots five years ago, but yeah. I think high scoring game. Jeff Nadeau joining us. You can hear Super Bowl 57 next uh, Sunday right here on Pirate Radio if you're out and about. And uh, we'll talk about that a lot next week. And we'll go over it all with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. He's got a lot going on right now with Barstool Sports, the sit-down podcast, big man on basketball. I even heard Jeff Nadeau on the Yak uh, earlier today, uh, big man. Uh, Yes, I was about five minutes. I was on a call. Yeah. I was in the middle of something, and I just thought, hey, can you call into the act? Absolutely. You're, you're everywhere these days. And uh, anything else? What else uh, you got going on? Anything we need to know about? I'll be in Chicago from the 13th to the 15th. I'm doing uh, some stuff out there with those guys. We're, we're doing a party for Valentine's Day. I got We have to get the tournament coming up. Have, I don't exactly know where I'll be with that, but I will be somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then we got some things we're working on after the tournament, which I, I think – Probably will be the highlight of my Barstool career, if I'm being honest. I already know what it is, and uh, let me just tell you, it's going to be something. Clip. Awesome, man. Really, uh, really enjoy following you and everything you got going on. Thanks for joining us, Jeff, and uh, we'll talk again next week. Sounds good. Appreciate it, Clip. Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, joining us today 
on pirate radio live we will take a break come back got more for you we'll look back at what happened last night as east carolina fell to south florida crazy end of the game if you bet on the pirates like jeff and they do and got a good number you uh might have actually won last night uh we'll uh discuss that look more at what uh joey brackets is saying about the ncaa tournament joe lenardi there's a time to to get in that mode february another month and it's march and then the ncaa tournament great time of the sports year so we'll talk some college hoops when we return after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. You can shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Chandler, you have many nicknames. The Specialist. That was one of the favorites you've received, right? Yes, I love that one. Um, Chan Man, Man of Chan. What are the others? Chan Man, Man of Chan, The Specialist. Is that it? That's white chocolate. <laughs> white chocolate. Can't forget about that. White chocolate. Especially around this Valentine, yeah. uh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Is there a new one? Is this why you brought it up? Oh, uh, yeah. We do have a new one from Josh Thomas. He said, your new nickname is Owen. What's my last name? Four. Owen, three. Three? Yeah. All right. Maybe I was thinking about next week. Oh! Why would they do that? Why would I do that? Why would you do that? Do you think you'll ever win and name that sound? Heck yeah. Yeah, I think your showing today showed that you're uh you're up and coming. Maybe I'm on the uh last legs Just of my career. Don't have don't have PJ Conley like do a fraternity test. <laughs> <laughs> nice reference. I, I love a good reference. Because Burrow was 3-0. Let's put those pieces all together. You really... Th- that was impressive. All right, so you say your quote again. Don't let P.J. Connolly do a... Run a paternity test to see if you are my daddy. P.J. Connolly, mayor of Greenville. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, well, there's one dot connected. One dot. Um, Name that reference. You said... <laughs> you referred to a paternity test. Now, this was brought up by the Cincinnati mayor just uh last week yep who said he wanted to run a paternity test to see if joe burrow was patrick mahomes father yes of course patrick mahomes father is pat mahomes who pitched for the twins and other teams um but you made that connection and now because burrow was i believe three he was three and oh like i am currently yes and you're saying, uh, hold off on those paternity tests because you're about to show that I ain't your daddy. You ain't my daddy. Yeah. All right. Good reference, man. 
I love a reference. I love a reference. We need to play name that reference. <laughs> that was a good one. We should have seen if Shirley could have named that reference when you made that statement. That would have been good. I would have not. Okay. There you go. We appreciate your honesty. All right, Owen. Looking at last night's action down in Tampa, Pirates lose. Uh, got away from them at the end of the first half, beginning of the second half, and then a furious rally to uh, only lose the game by eight points, seventy-one to sixty-three. Patrick Mason yesterday, when I said give me a score, said seventy-six, sixty-eight. He was five points off from each team. Pretty impressive. And the deficit was eight, so that was very impressive. We talked about how uh, it was an eight-point spread. I was trying to get people to join me taking ECU. If you'd have done that, you would have pushed. Uh, Jeff Nadeau got eight and a half. Some people I know had seven and a half and were uh, frustrated after that game last night. Uh, For the Pirates, it was R.J. Felton putting up 18 points. Once again, just one three-pointer. So for him to get to the line and do some damage mid-range around the basket – to get to that 18 uh, is pretty good for him at six field goals six for 15 shooting but was five for five from the free throw line uh 15 points last night for ezra we've been waiting for him to come around and how about ezra asar five of six from the free throw line boy that's a positive sign uh hitting his free throws hitting his field goals was five of eight the other pirate in double figures was brandon johnson only took two threes last night. He was one out of two from three. And Benjamin Baela, who had been shooting the ball well, had, what, six threes on Sunday in ECU's loss? Six of eight. Uh, he goes one of seven from three. Last night, Jaden Walker uh, made his only three of the night. But uh, too many turnovers for East Carolina. 17 turnovers. Here's a bad stat that you can consider. Bad stat to consider. 17 turnovers, nine assists. That is really bad. And uh, Caleb Account had five assists and five turnovers. He uh, struggled turning the ball over last night. Um, so too many turnovers. The Pirates actually forced 20 turnovers last night. Both teams had more turnovers than assists. So it's a pretty typical ECU versus South Florida basketball game. And Harris, once again, yeah. was very good. Five He's threes last night. Tough little dude. 21 points, five threes for him um he played well to chua who hurt east carolina the first time around especially in the second half of that game here in greenville uh only had 10 points but did have 11 rebounds 34 boards last night to 32 usf had the rebound edge by a couple on ecu so uh that was the numbers last night oh johnny johnny's a basketball stat guy johnny what do you got john he likes that plus minus um stat because he gives us one here pirates outscored usf by 12 when ezra was on the court how about that yeah they lose by eight outscoring by 12 and ezra's out there so a plus minus of uh positive 12 last night for ezra hopefully that's a sign moving forward and east carolina winnable game uh coming up uh this weekend against smu they are certainly not lighting the world on fire this year as we uh, take a look at what else went down last night in the American and other than ECU losing to South Florida, it was SMU getting hammered by Tulane, 74-52. to So 
the mustangs will come in here limping eight and 15 overall three and seven in conference play cincinnati all over tulsa last night 81 to 55 was that score coming up tonight in the aac houston will be at wichita state games on saturday ucf at cincinnati that's a big one uh for those two teams tulane is at memphis joe lenardi right now has memphis as one of his uh last eight teams getting in he's got them on the last four buys uh list and uh memphis will take on tulane that should be a good one coming up fedex forum on saturday and then at four o'clock it'll be ecu and smu in Menji's coliseum wichita state will be at tulsa and houston at temple coming up on sunday looking at uh bracketology right now joe lenardi he has as his last four buys memphis as i mentioned a moment ago along with boise state maryland and west virginia interesting bubble this year a lot of big name teams so i watched oklahoma state uh knock off oklahoma last night lenardi has oklahoma as his last team in the tournament oklahoma state as his uh third team left out basically on that first four out list uh texas a&m is on that first four out list uh steve rockefort and his guys you got pitt who beat north carolina last night on the road impressive win for pittsburgh uh he's got them on his last four in list did you see the um stuff going on with the capels so jeff capel is the head coach uh at pitt and i guess jason capel somebody quoted him he was like outside the disrespect me yeah he was uh doing the penny hardaway line surely don't disrespect don't disrespect me bro but apparently a lot of disrespect going jason capel's way stop disrespecting me bro jeff capel don't do that um alluded to a tweet sent out by ecu basketball he said it's not hubert davis or really even the basketball program it's but um other people disrespecting jason capel so it was the capels versus i guess jason capel made a heel turn uh the capels versus unc last night and uh jeff came out with the win there with the uh, pittsburgh panthers see the state score from last night chandler uh, uh NC state they handled business from the get-go yeah they whooped up on florida state and now you gotta take nc state seriously which uh talked we'll talk to brian north on friday about it and they tend to have NC State bleep happen to them when things start going good. But right now, uh, they have been playing great as of late. And they are sitting fourth in the ACC at 8-4 and four in league play. They're 18-5 and five overall. It's their best start since the 05-06 season. And uh, they're, they're certainly a factor. And Terquavion Smith, big game last night. I think he had 32 points for Baby T. How did the big guy do? I know I saw him back down somebody literally from the three-point line let's see what dj burn he had 31 on uh saturday in that game i watched against wake forest last night state was up like 40 to 13 or something crazy last night it uh got out of hand let's check in on that box score and i'll tell you that terquavion had 32 and burns had a total of 15 points Hmm. 15 and four rebounds so certainly not the impact but they didn't need them because they hammered florida state last night and louisville has done it louisville their first acc win of the year my gosh uh they moved to three and 19 on the season they knock off lowly georgia tech 68 to 58 so um once again back to the bracketology 
Uh, Joe Lenardi right now uh, still has Houston on the one line. Houston is a one along with Tennessee, Alabama, and Purdue. Looking at uh, teams of note, uh, NC Virginia right now is a three seed. Um, and they uh, won a big game on Monday night at Syracuse. Jaden Gardner, good performance. NC State is uh, right now an eight seed. And all of this is going to change. You're going to flip all the names, all that. But I still like to look at it this far out to see uh, NC State potentially matching up with Houston in round two. little uh, championship rematch. Uh, that would be interesting. Um, North Carolina right now, unranked, but still an eight seed. Uh, he's got them uh, on, in the Alabama bracket. So I, I'm, I'm starting to uh, to get that March fever, to get excited about it. I think uh, the NFL, uh, CBS did a great service on Sunday. You know, Championship Sunday is awesome, but it's also depressing because it's the last day with multiple football games on the same t- on the same day until you know September it is the you know the only game left is the super bowl so you're kind of watching it it's cold but then they hit that uh march madness theme to get everybody going and then threw in a little masters behind it just to just to remind folks that there are great sports on the way even though football is leaving us all right let's take a break as we do shirley let's make somebody a winner and open up the bootay bag Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Washington had a defensive tackle in the 90s named Mark Boutte. It's a cool name, right? Oh. I wish your last name was Boutte. I believe LSU had a wide receiver that's last name was Boutte. They did. He was in the news. Him and his coach were hanging out one night. Google that up. All right. 317-1250. Shirley, what are we giving away today? How about a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville? Oh, man. I could go for some Wings Over Greenville right now. Some waffle fries, some garlic parm tots. What caller are you looking for? 12. 317-1250. Caller 12 is the winner. We're back with more Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the license professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit, love your transformation, and congratulations to Josh Allen of Washington picked up a $15 gift card courtesy of Wings Over Greenville. If you're looking for wings to be delivered to your home, Wings Over has you covered with no third party needed. They have their own in-house delivery service. Be sure to try the all-new tender sandwiches by ordering ahead on the Wings Over mobile app. Open until 3 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Wings Over has everything you need to cure those late-night munchies. You can give them a call at 758-9464. Wings Over Greenville, they deliver. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Flip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. 
have we gone through a day without much uh nfl news we had a barrage of news earlier this week coming off of championship sunday you had uh the panthers making it official with frank reich you had the sean payton to denver trade uh you had D'Amico ryan's to houston of course the big news yesterday tom brady retiring yeah uh, been kind Tameka of Miko Ryan's is being introduced as the new Texans head coach right now, but okay. anything new? No, I haven't seen anything. Been a quiet day, so uh, there is just. I tell you what is new in the NFL is more of those uh, those rigged memes. Oh yes, they continue to come out. Yeah, saw one about uh, about Zach Wilson that was pretty funny. Was it regarding? Yes. Okay. Thank you um yeah those are funny i also saw i don't know why is this quote getting so much attention this guy uh julian love from the giants said uh nick sirianni is in for a free ride right now because philadelphia is talented roster I, and why is this like the top story on espn's nfl page because there's no nfl news <laughs> okay that explains it uh the eagles do have an amazing roster i'll give them that but uh i don't know and, and they're working the system we were making fun of sirianni and uh, like almost look, two years like year and a half ago, year and a half whatever. two years ago yeah and we're not anymore he's gonna have a system yep. and the players are gonna buy into that system and they're gonna work the system that's right uh so yeah no news today we talked about um i guess kyle shanahan saying the niners and jimmy g split is likely for 2023 uh we mentioned that yesterday so yeah nothing really new going on we've mentioned mike mccarthy's going to call plays in dallas kellen moore to the chargers to work with justin herbert vic vangio is it's official he's going to miami i don't know why it took so long is it official official because i thought it was official the other day when they popped it up on the screen here at the studio and then today or yesterday it said that after some i believe some other teams tried to Okay. reach out and, and and i think he's ultimately chose to head to miami to be the defensive coordinator i'm reading the Schefter tweet now uh vic fangio has decided to join the dolphins uh mike mcdaniel offensive nerd genius and vic fangio very formidable surely i think i'm back in i think there are dolphins again <laughs> until further notice I don't understand why it gets to be our Dolphins. Oh, yeah. They are my Dolphins. I'll tell you I don't why. say our Commanders or Commodores. As you should. They start winning. <laughs> I'll tell you why. That's because you're not a good teammate. You're all about yourself. I'm. Uh, you darn skippy, I am. <laughs> I'm back in because I saw Tua was cleared. Why? Yes. I yes, found he that is. just to be an interesting news nugget. Like well, cleared. To all right, do he's what? cleared. I know. I mean, to go on about his season. Season's off season? yeah, yeah, season's over. So yeah. what do you? They're not they're looking to the light to play. Yeah. Um, he's cleared to like turn the lights on in his house. All right. One more thing I wanted to discuss. Uh, there was a, a oh, piece. Of, oh, I was going to say there's a piece of news coming out of the WWE today. Okay. What do you got? Uh, what do you got? Lanny Poffo. Yeah. Better known as well, he wrestled under the name of the Genius, the genius. but I, I did not know because I don't dabble that deeply into the wwe but i did not realize he was the brother of macho man randy savage that he is um he passed away to uh yesterday or today i believe it was today that he did um but uh and he inducted his brother into the wwe hall of fame 
Um, but uh, yeah, he he wrestled quite a few of the heavyweights in in the wrestling world, and uh, but he he wrestled under the name of the Genius. Um, you ready for uh, another dumb, pointless, cool, neat story by Clip Brock? Sure. sure. Why not? So sometimes I have memories, and I I think their memories are either like you know sometimes you can kind of make up your own memory on an event that happened or you i don't know like that time you rode in the car and listened to that was was a real memory oh okay i have a memory as a child on a saturday night and staying up late and watching wrestling and go and the genius was facing off against hulk hogan and at that point in time wrestling was just like uh an ecu game a washington football game you know, it was a real sporting event. So I took the wins and losses seriously and, and what happened in those matches seriously. Um, and I had a memory of the genius beating Hulk Hogan. And Hulk Hogan never lost in those days. This was back when he was still a good guy. Um, and I, I remember waking up my dad to tell him. Because, like, we... I was old enough, big sports guy, watched it with my dad to know like what an upset was and like a so I was like, Dad, there's been a major upset. The genius just be Hulk Hogan. And he was like, Whatever, go back to bed. But I was like, Did I make this story up? This is a stupid story. Did I make it up? So I'm on Reddit today on their wrestling page. I check it out every now and then. And sure enough, Shirley, here it is. Lanny Poffo versus Hulk Hogan, Saturday night main event. It doesn't have the date on it, but it does have uh, the biggest win ever in the genius's career. And I watched that live as a youth. Hit the cool, neat story. Oh, sorry. Hold yeah. on. Get I was it ready not to prepared. Go. Uh, Let me see the end of the match. Cool, neat story. What do you do, cheat or something? Unbelievable. What Did an the upset. referees rig the, the match? Oh, Mr. Perfect got involved. Ah, there was always someone involved. Mr. Perfect. Here's Kurt Henning. Yeah, they're raising the genius's arms. And I just remember freaking out like, oh, my God, this had to be like 1990 or something. But anyway, I'm glad that I saw that online today because it confirms a memory I had as a child. Okay. Well, that was nice to know. Cool. Yep. Neat story. Thank you, Jeff. Any questions about that story you'd like to ask? No. I'll give you another opportunity. Anything? Going once. Going twice. I'm gonna, I mean, uh, what exactly did your dad say when you woke him up? <laughs> probably like, uh, Hulk Hogan. What are you talking about? I don't know. Ah, take a hike. Uh, I'm going to leave the floor open for questions, just in case you guys come up with one. Chandler, tell did us Did you about ever get into the car that day and with Ellen? Of course. I was riding shotgun <laughs> listening to Under the Bridge <laughs> on the way uh, between South Carolina and uh, Atlanta. I remember getting... <laughs> that I remember story. Being, I remember being so into that story. I don't want to feel that story. It was not a long story. No, 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 no. no the but build just, up to that story up. was like Troy esque. And I was in the shotgun seat of my Ellen's car listening to Under. And so the we're bridge. all thinking the payoff is going to be worth sitting through all of that. No, it's just like, and you just stopped. And I, I was like, is that it? It's the story that was the of how most, I first heard Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. It was the greatest letdown <laughs> of a story I've ever heard. 
Was the genius Hulk Hogan story better than that one? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, because at pen. least at least it had some sort of emotion attached to it. You were quite uh, excited and yeah. just dismayed shocked. and shocked. You were shocked. You disturbed your father from his sleep. Yeah. Yeah, because it was the greatest upset Big in wrestling climax. history at that time. That's right. You there heard of Shamanad n- beating Virginia? This was bigger. This was n- absolutely no that uh, the yeah. like there's, there was no uh, 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 yeah, uh, 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 yeah. left you yeah. speechless. Yeah. No, I was actually looking for Shamanad. That's why Shamanad. Um, in the press box folder? Yeah, but I thought it near was near the lo- top. Near the top. Unless I saved over it. Shamanad. Shamanad. There, there it is. is. Was, that's Mador. what I was looking for. But anyway, that's why I got so distracted. But that buildup in the Ellen story was just so anticlimactic. You were just oh, like, what? I never told y'all it was Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, I see now that <laughs> you are so, All right, now that changes everything. Uh, I have questions. Did she start dancing? <laughs> I have questions. Do you know Ellen DeGeneres is spanish for ellen the generous all right what is going on with all these robots around greenville what is, is going on else, with britney spears is anybody career? else scared i'm terrified i saw some uh videos of it so what's happening what are these shirley these are they're basically they look like mobile coolers to me yeah like but R2D2s. yeah but that's basically what the, i think that that's what they are but anyway uh students can order food or coffee or whatever the case may be and they put them in these um uh cooler things it's basically robotic they are yeah it's robotic uh doordash and they will uh i guess you have to have an app and they send it out to a certain location throughout campus and uh these robots will go to your specific location and voila you have your lunch or your coffee or whatever the case may be um i have to say that i am extremely disturbed by it because the extraness of laziness that comes with ordering something that a mobile cooler will bring directly to you bothers me in a way that i cannot explain well i'm not worried about that part of it i'm worried about these things taking over and what happens when they gain consciousness well i do know that there was an accident consciousness consciousness um i do know for a fact that one of them was involved in a motor vehicle accident um right there at the bottom of college hill god rest its soul uh vehicle driver was uh had had was slowing down to allow a person to cross the crosswalk did not notice the mobile cooler following behind ran over (laughs) said cooler yeah you're not expecting a cooler to grow legs and walk in front of you (laughs) exactly all of our lives i've been here 41 years uh every time i've seen a cooler it's sat still and you have to carry and it has wheels but you have to propel them correct i've never seen one get up and walk in the middle of the road and commit suicide (laughs) via vehicle i just want to know how you rectify that to said person who ordered food because i'm sure that the food didn't survive or it it took a it took a tumble in there somewhere 
but it's got little flags on it and apparently it comes with security measures it has cameras all the way around it it has uh is gps they have gps's in them so they can uh i guess the dining services can keep up with where they are pretty soon they're gonna start arming them with guns and they're gonna have live bullets on them and uh if you try to accost one it has an alarm system that is designed if you pick it up it will set off the alarm um so i, I look mike I, p says i for one welcome our new robot overlords <laughs> i guess yeah get in line or they might come after you you know you know what this reminds me of has anybody ever seen I, wally the movie wally oh yeah yeah do you remember that scene where they you know all the people are sitting in chairs and they've got screens in front of them and they got like their food and it's just everybody's kind of gluttonous that's what this reminds me of and i'm like we are steamrolling right into because people are so lazy they can't get up and walk and get their own food come on now now hold on before eric before i read your um your joke business idea is that an original did you come up with that or did you see that somewhere let me know and i'll read it regardless but let me know all right y'all go ahead i Uh, just think it's lazy well my concern is is so it's thursday (laughs) you know what that means it's uh like basically the start of the weekend in college yeah that's that's baby friday like exactly baby friday these students like how are these things going to survive in the nightlife of greenville you know yeah, what I'm is, saying? There, like, is there a cutoff point like that's, past that's what i'm saying like, is, there, or... is there a time where they're not going to be like operating because if because... they operate at any time especially in the late night good luck to these little robots Might no be. no no <clears throat> good luck to the people because you know if one has one too many pirate beverages these these robot things are going to take some folks out Mike P said, uh, by set off the alarm, do you mean kill you with machine guns? <laughs> Pretty soon. That's what's going to happen. I mean, if you're stumbling home at 3 a.m. and one of them suckers comes out of nowhere oh, and take your feet out from under you. What was in my drink? I feel like I see boxes rolling down the street. The coolers have, like, legs and flags. Dude. Did that guy just get Jimmy John's out of that robot? <laughs> All right, Shirley, get the rim shot and the laughs ready. And we got to take a break, too. Because we're going to hear Eric's original off the top of the dome. New new business. He's going to start a cooler Italian business. You know what it's going to be called? Oh, God. Yeti Spaghetti. And who the NIL player is going to be? He said uh, Mason Garcia. Uh, Mason Garcia. The Italian Stallion representing the yeti spaghetti it's just a a yeti filled with spaghetti (laughs) now i want some spaghetti Mm. mom spaghetti i'm hungry knees weak man (laughs) my arms are heavy (laughs) chandler got a little little something on your shirt there what i got it looks like a little vomit there (laughs) let's take a break we'll come back we'll recite more m&m lines from eight mile when we return after this
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a mixed day for the stock market today. The Dow fell uh, 39 points and closed at 34,053. The Nasdaq was down 380, oh, excuse me, up 384 points at 12,200. S&P was up 60 points at 4,179. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Stock Market Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. Now back to the show. All righty. Thanks for tuning in today. If you missed the chat with Mike Houston, Check it out uh, right now on YouTube. It'll also be archived on Facebook, and you can get it in podcast form as well. Great hour with the coach earlier today on Pirate Radio Live. We will see you Friday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of the show. We'll talk to you then. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.